0: you'll get a notification that we're being recorded. And. And. You
1: press here what do I
0: do? You do
2: here we go. All right. Well, good morning everyone, and welcome to the celebration of life of Dr. Hans Steele. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and I truly thank each and every one of you for taking time out of your day to be here. I'm going to make every effort to give anyone who wants a chance to speak or share a memory of Hans or a fun story the chance to do so. But since this is being recorded, I do ask that everyone please keep themselves muted until the time that you speak. Be muted. And also please raise your hand first. We're going to sh- start the tribute to Hans very shortly with many of the most wonderful plant-based doctors who were not only Hans's colleagues, but also his dear friends. But first, I would like to say just a few words about why having this celebration of life is so important to me. It became very clear that when Hans passed away, the world lost a great man. But for many of us, the loss is much more deeply personal because we also lost a dear friend. Although I had only known Hans for a little over 15 years, he was like a father figure to me and meant more to me than I'll ever be able to express here today. In fact, just two days before his stroke, we were on the phone, and he was helping me with a problem I was having in the usual Hans fashion. He was also very excited about a project he would soon be starting, similar to the CHIP program, where he asked me to be the culinary instructor. When I started out in 2008 trying to make a name for myself in the plant-based community, I literally could not get arrested. Hans was the first person who believed in me and surprised. supported me and encouraged me. Hans wrote the introduction to my first book and 22 conferences ago, when I produced my first conference and couldn't afford any of the big names, Hans agreed to speak for $750. When the conference was over, he tore the check up and proceeded to donate 30 of his hardcover cookbooks, signed and autographed for each one of our volunteers. When I gave my first talk at the McDougal Advanced Study Weekend, Hans leapt to his feet clapping, which led to a standing ovation. I was there when Hans was inducted into the Vegetarian Hall of Fame and returned the favor. Hans used to say that I would do well in life because I was a giver, but Hans was the ultimate of all givers. Hans was handsome, charming, eloquent, funny, and kind. And I was proud to call him my friend. If you stay until the end, I will share with you one of Hans's favorite stories that I promise will make you laugh and bring a smile to your face. While the loss of Hans is devastating to all of us, it is my wish here today that we can all share stories of hope and inspiration and joy in order to keep his memory alive. I would like to welcome our
0: first speaker, Dr. Wayne Dysinger.
3: So, thank you, uh, AJ. And thank you so much for hosting this um, and for allowing all of us to be here. Um, I also see that uh, Hans's family is here and uh, thank you so much for allowing us to do this and for being here. Um, and you know, Hans. Hans was a um, friend, but he was a mentor to me. If it weren't for Hans, uh, I wouldn't be a lifestyle medicine physician the way I am today. Um, when I came to Loma Linda back in 2003, um, Hans, uh, I was I was appointed the chair of preventive medicine, and Hans was. Uh, very quickly, um, I, I'd known of Hans before. My my parents actually were uh, big chip proponents, um, and so they were going to chip um, conferences uh, even before Hans and I started developing our relationship. Um, but he he sort of took me under his wings, and um, between Hans and some medical students who wanted to put on a chip program. I became uh, more and more convinced in the power of lifestyle medicine you know and i I always liked the idea, but I needed to see the science and and Hans was dedicated to the science and and he he had to publish studies and and then um, I I'm sure everyone on this call is very familiar with chip and and chip worked chip really worked um, and I, I don't know what the statistics are exactly I, I hear over a hundred thousand lives have been transformed by chip Um, so we we don't need to review the powerful benefits of 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 chip that legacy is is forever established and and hans um will ever be remembered for that legacy and and for chip i think uh more important uh right now is to is to talk about how Hans not only changed our life, but, but changed the world. Um, And I, I'll, I'll say, you know, he, he did that because of some unique uh, skills and talents. Uh, I loved uh, Chef AJ talking about how he was, he was a handsome guy and and a charming guy, Um, but he was also a very persistent person. Um, He, the reason Chip was so successful was Hans, uh, Never gave up. He 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 hung in there, um, and and my favorite story about uh, Hans' persistence and never giving up is, if Hans wanted wanted to get a hold of me, he knew how to get a hold of me, um, and and I would I would it wouldn't be uncommon that I my I'd be in my office and my work phone would ring, my cell phone would start ringing, and I'd get like emails from a couple different email accounts all like it seems like they all went off simultaneously. <laughs> and, and so Hans Hans would get me. Um, and 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 if I if I didn't answer, he would keep at it in, until I answered. And you know, Chef, Chef AJ talked about uh, a couple days before Hans's stroke. Well, I I have two separate offices. I, I went to one of my offices and there was there was a whole bunch of material from Hans. Uh, about his new project. Um, and um, it was there, I, I found it like three days after his stroke. Um, so he was active to the end, dedicated to the end. Um, and, you know, my my memory of Hans is going to be more of him sort of putting his arm around me, around my shoulders, and and sort of just giving me wisdom, giving me advice, you know, giving me uh, insights into how to, to hang in there, how to, how to think about interacting with people. He'd give me advice on uh, how to stay married and um, all, all these, these different little, uh, again, sort of almost fatherly, mentorly, but he was also a friend. He's he's a neighbor of mine. Um, so I, I feel like we've lost Hans way too soon, um, but I feel like Hans's legacy um was established a long time ago um and you know god saw fit to 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 move him on and um who am i to question god um but i i know hans never questioned god and i and i know that um that hans's connections to us um and to the world will will again forever be remembered so Again, it's an honor to be here and it's an honor to see everyone looking forward to to all the memories that we're going to share here.
2: Dr. Dysinger, what you say is so true. I forgot about this, about Hans. If he wanted to reach you, he didn't just call you up. If you didn't answer within five minutes, you got a text, you got an email, and then he started calling your spouse to see where the heck you were. That is so true. Okay. How do I? There we go. So let me get one of the other wonderful doctors next. Um, Dr. Esselstyn, would you like to talk next? Because I know you have a houseful. And then Dr. Campbell, and then Dr. McDougall, if that's okay with everyone. I'm going to ask you to unmute Dr. Esselstyn. Uh, you should have a little notification on your screen asking you to unmute. And then I'm going to spotlight you for everyone. There we go. There you go, Dr. Esselstyn.
1: Hey, Jay. Congratulations for really showing some leadership to pull this uh, together. I just still am absolutely uh, beyond belief that Hans that Hans is not uh, not with us because as somebody who was absolutely so vital and so much a part of our lives for so long, it just doesn't seem possible. It's kind of interesting that I I was thinking about when I first. Uh, Encountered Hans, and it was believe it or not, about 1993, ninety three, when Hans was at that time really pushing his uh, coronary health improvement program chip. And part of that program was his relationship with Burkett uh, of Burkett's uh, lymphoma fame, because Hans, when he was sort of marketing his program in it recognizing that he himself was not an MD. He li- liked the idea of having an MD there to reinforce the whole concepts and the uh, and the data as we knew it at that time. Well, when Burkett died, Hans was apparently looking for a new physician to uh, be a part of his marketing effort. And uh, I guess what happened is I was making some sort of a presentation when Lily was able to uh, spot me and... <laughs> and asked Hans to come, look at this character. Well, apparently he liked what he saw and it's, he sure enough got in touch with us and he wanted to meet with me. And so he came from California to uh, uh, the farm in upstate New York, it was during the summer when and he visited us there and we stayed, he stayed for a whole weekend and we sort of solidified the relationship. And from there on suddenly with his with his marketing efforts, whether it was in throughout Canada, throughout the United States, and together we went to uh, New Zealand and Australia. I was a, a part of the marketing effort of Hans for his coronary health improvement program, and it was really, to me, I think the thing that I I enjoyed so much about Hans, uh, no matter where he was or whether in in front of a group of strangers. He was able to stand up there and 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 speak with the most supreme uh, confidence in, in his message and what he was saying. That everybody in the room had to obviously had to believe what Hans was saying. There, I uh, I have a saying that my uh, fathers taught me years ago, which was: "Be sure you leave when you're most welcome." So I'm going to make this short and precise and say that that I will just, I don't think I can ever get over uh, the loss of Hans. He was such a treasured friend, and I certainly give my best regards and kindest remembrances to Lili and the children. Thank you.
2: Thank you so much, Dr. Esselstyn, and I I just wanted you to know that yesterday I was searching some emails from Hans because he had sent me, people maybe don't realize that he also had a really funny side, a great sense of humor, and he sent me so many funny emails, and while I was searching the emails, he actually said in one of them that you were one of his very best friends in the whole world. I know how much he loved and admired you, so thank you for taking the time to be here. Thank you. And then another one of Hans's dearest friends who means so much to him is Dr. Campbell. And Because of Hans, I actually was able to meet Dr. Campbell, you're going to have to unmute yourself Dr. Campbell, thank you and I'm going to spotlight you right now. So, um, you might not remember this uh, Dr. Campbell, um, but in in the uh, beginning of 2010, you were speaking at Loma Linda, Hans had sponsored you to come there and you had not met me yet. And I got your email, and I had sent you an email asking, um, telling you I was a big fan of yours, and would I be able to, you know, make a meal for you? And you were very gracious, and you said, "Well, that's very kind, but I'm obligated to my host." Well, it turned out your host was Hans Deal, and by a divine intervention, Hans hired me as the chef to make that meal. So I got to meet you. It was at Hans's house in March of 2010. We brought the world famous German chocolate cake that he inspired. And I remember I was so nervous meeting you and you were going to speak and you said, well, I need to go upstairs to take a nap. And I said, well, can I go with you? And I didn't mean like, can I go with you to take a nap with you? I meant I was just so happy to meet you and talk to you because you were so lovely and gracious and kind. But anyway, uh, thank you so much for being here, Dr. Campbell.
4: Well, thank you so much, AJ, for putting this program on. I I really uh, appreciate being included. Uh, yes, Hans and I were good friends for a long time. I uh, first met him, I think, about the same year that Dr. Esslin did. I think 1993, if I recall. And uh, I the, the meeting of my meeting with Hans was really special uh, because at that particular point in time, I had been in the business I had been in for quite a number of years, and I was getting quite a lot of pushback at the same time, uh, and it seemed like from the scientific community in my area, uh, not everybody was very happy with what I was talking about. <laughs> but Hans came along, and here he was starting to talk about you know how do you serve people, how do you serve communities in a way of health, and I found that really, really refreshing. Uh, because some of you may find it surprising to know that the the distance between sometimes the formal side of the community and the public is, is a little bit too much. And so uh, Hans brought a face along with him and uh, humor, a sense of humor and, and love for his uh, fellow humans. And, and I really like that because we are talking mostly about the same thing, as I recall. Um, one of the first things that I think uh, my interactions with him was, thanks to Hans, Uh, was his inviting me to speak to some of his CHIP programs uh, to be the uh, sort of graduation speaker, if you will. And so I I had a chance to hear Han speak and meet his, uh, learn about his program and that sort of thing. It was right up my alley. I thought it was really great. And I I really liked the way that he himself uh, talked all about that, you know, clearly as uh, something for others, not just a self-promotion kind of thing, uh, he was really giving, if you will, and, and I really appreciate that. We So we uh, interacted in a number of different places. He introduced me to some of his Adventist friends. I gave a number of lectures, different Adventist groups around the West Coast and Canada and elsewhere. Uh, and uh, so finally, uh, he put on a cruise in the Caribbean. He and uh, Lillard did, I'm sure. Uh, And that was very special. Uh, It was uh, an opportunity to spend about a week or so there. And uh, I really liked it also because uh, Lily, his wonderful wife, was there. And she actually livened the place up with her piano playing. Lily, I think you're listening here, and I have to tell you that was very inspirational for you playing at that time. Uh, So uh, I eventually you know, wandered around giving lectures that I think he had something to do with arranging. I really appreciated that for him. He was so sincere in what he was doing and really wanted to gather people around and and have chats about that kind of thing. Um, Most recently, we talked uh, when uh, he was in the Caribbean and he was coming home from a lecture to, he said, about 1,600 people, as I recall. And he had actually... uh, just uh, gotten, it was the first one I heard from about this, but my second book called Whole. And if any of you are familiar with that concept, that I told there really has to do with, you know, everything working together and, you know, at the cellular level, the body level, so forth and so on. It's a philosophy that speaks to communities. Hans was so excited about that and he gave his lecture on it and had to tell me uh, you know, how uh he went through the book and quite a long conversation. And uh, so we we really hit it off, and the, the concept of whole, uh, I think, meant so much to him uh, because that's the way he was. That was his nature, uh, talking about everybody and making sure they got the, the main message. So uh, I, I couldn't be more delighted than to be included you know, in this uh, ceremony uh, because Hans Weber was a very close friend. Uh, in fact, uh, unfortunately, uh, we were scheduled to be lecturing at the end of this month in Romania. Uh, so, uh, and he's the one I think, in large, large measure, is the one has something to do with arranging for that. So it's a it's a really uh, much too early loss, uh, but he's left behind uh, really a, a reputation, and a contribution, and a contribution that uh, I'm sure we all can remember. Uh, he, he uh, for me, as I say, go back to myself. I'm kind of in science, a formal area, if you will, to a great extent. Hans was opening up the face of the face of the humanity, face of the world, and just making sure everybody got to hear about this particular idea. So, again, uh, AJ, thanks so much, and Lily, I, I presume you're here, and I really wish you well. Thank you very much.
2: Thank you so much, Dr. Campbell. I appreciate you so much being here. And now we have another wonderful doctor. I got to find him. There he is. Uh, Dr. John McDougal, let me spotlight you. Dr. McDougal, you may not know this because I didn't want to make your head too big, but uh, Dr. Deal was a huge, huge fan of yours. You know, you have a regular slot on my show, Chef AJ Live, uh, the first Monday of the month, and you've done this so generously for many years. Every single time you were on, I got a phone call from Hans saying, how good you are! You're the best. He just he he adored you, Doctor McDougall. He truly, truly did, and I think that's probably why he was the one chosen to award you with the American College of Lifestyle Medicine Award. He he really thought the world of you, and thank you for being here.
5: And the feelings were mutual. Uh, after I'd write a newsletter, it was always Hans who called me up and told me that he agreed with this and maybe didn't agree with that and. And always gave me some very helpful, positive feedback. And as you say, uh, he was the host, and I, if you would bear with me, I'll play you a few moments of that uh, presentation. It was one of the, I'd have to say it was the highlight in, in my life in terms of awards and recognition from my colleagues, was to receive the uh, fourth uh, Lifestyle Achievement Award, <clears throat> or Lifetime Achievement Award from the American College of Lifestyle Medicine. And Hans was there on stage with me, and, and I'll, I'll play a few minutes of that for you. A couple of things that I remember about Hans. One I went to, I believe it was Evanston, I don't know, someplace in Illinois. I was a kind of a blur because I was around lecturing so much uh, across the country at that time. But he would invite me to talk to the, uh, the CHIP group. And I would fly in. I'd do a presentation in the evening. But I remember one evening. He said, John, I want you to talk about menopause. I've got a whole bunch of ladies here who want to hear about menopause and diet. And I said, I will, I will, I will. And then I forgot. Oh, he was, he didn't know, he didn't know what to do because he would promised these ladies that, that he was going to have Dr. McDougall deliver. And I didn't, and I still feel bad to this day that I didn't deliver for him. And then the other thing I remember is uh, we used to have these um, advanced study weekends and, you know, all the people that are on here, uh, Dr. Campbell, A.J., and, Wayne Dysinger and so on, all of them had been uh, guests at my advanced study weekend where I brought, I thought, the most important people in the world. I mean, all the way from Denmark, I'd bring people in to, uh, to give presentations. And I always remember that, you know, after I made the arrangements, in fact, I didn't even complete the arrangement with Hans. He was always there saying, you know, Lily really plays a good piano and I'd like her to, to play a piano at your weekend. And so we had the added entertainment of uh, Lily playing the piano in the lobby of the advanced study weekends. And uh, we, had a, we had a great time. And, and again, you know, Hans and I were close and uh, had a lot of mutual respect for each other. So he will be missed. Uh, I will consider him a, a, a strong supporter of all the ideas that he and I share to be important, particularly the welfare of, uh, of people and the fact that it's really the food so what I'd like to do is I'd like to play a few minutes uh, a couple of times that I had with Hans because I don't really think that I could in any way uh, tell you a story as well as he could. So what we'll do is uh, we'll put these two links um, so that you can watch the entire presentation. They last about half an hour, one of them and the other one about, about 20 minutes. And so you, if you, if you like what, I, what I'm presenting for you, you can go on, you can watch the rest of the tape. But I do have to warn you. This is Hans Deal that you're going to see here in just a minute. So if you're not prepared, it's time to turn the computer off. But if you are, Hans is going to come right in your living room and talk
0: to you. I am Dr. Hans Deal. I have a doctor in health science, and
6: uh, I am epidemiologically trained to look at the disease epidemic around the world, which is largely centered on non-communicable diseases, or as we say today, chronic diseases. And so my concern has been to contribute to a velvet revolution in medicine. Velvet because it's smooth. Velvet because it's bloodless, but nevertheless, we need to do everything we can to change the system that we have right now because the system that we have right now is not cutting the, um, the epidemic by attacking the causes of these problems. We're very good in symptomatic treatment. We can make people feel better and sometimes there's a place for that, of course. We are very good when it comes to episodic diseases, we have some trauma, we have some fractures. Of course, that's not the time to eat broccoli, right? But when it comes to 84% of the money that we spend in our society today on health care, 84% goes to chronic diseases, and we have no really good indication that that we're really turning this disease around. We don't have cures for most of these chronic diseases because they relate to our lifestyle: how we eat, how we drink, do we get enough sleep, do we have a supportive network, you know, stress management. These are the kind of things: getting enough sleep, being a nice person, having um, an altruistic orientation towards life, you know trying to serve others. You know, once you have these things in place, once you have this philosophy and it's underpinned by a very simple diet of fruits and vegetables and whole grains and legumes and maybe a few nuts, maybe, then I think, and you perhaps bring some exercise in, then you have the prescription for a happier and longer life. And that's what I'm all about. When I was working my doctorate, I came across a study from uh, a small portion.
5: Of- All right, let's see if we can get, bring up something else here. You can listen to that whole segment if you'd like. But bear with me. I need to. Uh, yeah. and, and the reason I'm showing you this is because this is, you know, one of the most important honors that the most important honor that I've received in my whole career. And Hans Steele was instrumental in that. And, and I'm very proud of our,
0: our relationship and the things that he's done for me. Look on in just a
5: minute.
6: This man <laughs> has probably put at least five or more lives into one life of achievement. An unusual man, a most unusual man, is just like love, which is sort of a many-splendored thing that is difficult to define, and that's John McDougall. Difficult to define, certainly not in 45 minutes. And so what I want to do, I just want to give you an overview before we have our interview, to give you an, 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 a frame of reference who this man really is. Board certified internal medicine, an ex-
5: Okay, I think you've got the, the gist of that. If you'd like to watch that entire presentation, uh, I'm gonna make that available through uh, through Chef AJ. But you know, I, I had these advanced study weekends and I knew that we wouldn't all last forever. You know, I certainly never predicted that Hans would be one of the the first of us in the team to go, but it seems to be the case. But I put uh, these people on record, as you just saw in the first interview with Hans, because they had to be remembered forever. You know, not just this generation, but for future generations. And he's one of the people I never wanted the world to forget because of his tremendous contributions. And so... It's been a real honor, real privilege, real opportunity to be friends of Hans Deal, And AJ, thanks for bringing this, uh, this segment together.
2: Thank you, Dr. McDougall. You got to admit, he was pretty handsome. <laughs> Just like you used to be, Dr. McDougall. Just teasing you. Just teasing. You're still very handsome. Thank you so much. Well, now we'd like to open it up. If there's somebody that would like to say a few words. Oh, no, Dr. Gustavo Tolosa. How could I forget you? You have something to and 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 uh, Pastor Don, of course, we will have you. But Dr. Gustavo Tolosa has something that he prepared. How could I forget you? I'm just a little bit nervous. So you're going to unmute. I'm going to spotlight you. and uh, And then we will open it up to anyone who would like to say a few words.
7: Well, hello, and thank you, Ajay. Thank you so much. Um, This is very interesting how two people here, Dr. McDougal and you, it's through both of you who I met Dr. Hans Dio. Uh, I was at one of the advanced study weekends, which I used to attend, didn't wanna miss any of them. And um, of course, Dr. McDougall is, I consider you one of my dear friends. We did so many webinars together. And uh, I remember that AJ was in one of those um, advanced study weekends. And she, I remember she saying, you've got to meet Lily Deal because she is a pianist and so, and so are you. And of course, my first thought was, well, it's, yeah, she's probably a, a good pianist, a, a wife of a doctor who just likes to play a little piano here and there. Little did I know that Lily Deal was one of the most amazing concert pianists that I had ever met. So I met both of them at the advanced study weekend. I met Dr. Hans Deal and uh, Lily Deal. Dr. Hans Deal and I uh, shared, almost shared a birthday with one day apart. And um, uh, I had the unique privilege of knowing them and spending time with them at their home in Loma Linda, California. Uh, eventually, Lily and I uh, formed a, a piano duo <laughs> uh, called the Diel Cholosa Duo and we gave concerts together several times. We rehearsed at their home. Uh, we sh- I shared meal with them. meals with them, had wonderful conversations in the garden. Dr. Deal loved to prepare breakfast. Uh, that was one of his uh, favorite things to do uh, when he had guests. And I guess every day, I stayed at their house, and Dr. Deal was so kind, what can I say? Everybody has said this, but this is the, the, the thing that just stays with me, the, his kindness. He would take me to the university and show me around. One evening, he even invited me to say a few words about my story in one of his classes. And of course, I was nervous and honored to be talking in one of his classes um, through, through them. Lily and, and Hans uh, at, a, um, at a concert uh, I gave with, with Lily. I also met another dear friend of mine, Sheda, uh, Sheda Soleimani, with whom I have also done cooking webinars and now we have written a book. I had a huge privilege in 2016, I believe it was, to travel with the deals to Lithuania where Dr. Dio had an instrumental uh, part in giving these lectures and um, to many influential doctors and government officials, so we traveled together. Uh, Lily and I gave a couple of concerts. Dr. Dio was always so kind in giving uh compliments and i just wanted to share because i I saw i found these pictures the other day that's one of the posters of the of one of the concerts that we gave um in lithuania with lily here is uh one of the pictures with her just lovely lady and i know um i think i know you're here lily i I miss you, I miss our times together and this is a wonderful dinner we've had with friends in in a little restaurant in Lithuania. So I have treasured, I just have memories and memories to treasure and it is going to be very difficult to get used to the idea that Dr. Dio is not with us, at least not in physical form. Uh, He was kind and he was full of energy. I just admired it was uh, contagious the energy he had, the the passion that he had for lifestyle medicine, the caring, and something that was um, very touching was his strong belief in, in God. So today I chose music which uh, by the way I'm a doctor but I'm not a medical doctor I'm a doctor in in, in musical arts and in piano performance um, and so to, for me music is the most perfect language actually music is the only art that is mentioned in in the bible as being in heaven it's a perfect language it's a universal language and I cannot think of a better way to honor Dr. Dio than with music I will play about three minutes uh, of music in honor of Dr. Diehl. I chose a German composer because, of course, we all know that was uh, Hans Diehl's background, and I chose one of the major pillars of music, uh, Johann Sebastian Bach, a German composer from the Baroque period. Bach was also a strong believer, passionate, Inspiring, kind, and a brilliant mind. He, he usually finished uh, his compositions at the bottom of the manuscripts uh, with a phrase, To the glory of God. That's how he usually finished writing music. Um, so I'm going to play something that is called Prelude and Fugue. The prelude uh, is about a minute long and the fugue is about two minutes long. The prelude, I chose this for a reason, for a specific reason. The prelude is full of energy. It is rhythm and harmony. There, are, there is no melody in this little prelude. And the rhythm is very energetic, just like Dr. Dio was. Both elements uh, were present in Dr. Dio's life. Energy, rhythm. And then harmony. He that he did give you that sense of peace when you met him and harmony. Then, following that, um, there is the fugue. The fugue is brilliant. It's balanced. It's joyful. Many times when I have taught piano uh, to to doctors or neurosurgeons. Um, they have compared Bach's music to doing brain surgery. Everything has to be carefully planned and carefully executed. Very fine motor skills are needed for for both, for doing surgery and for playing these fugues. And an analytical mind is needed. One wrong note, one wrong movement, and the perfect creation falls apart. So I really cannot think of anything, any other music better to play in honor of Dr. Dio than um, uh, playing this little bit of music. And with that, I will leave you. So here we go. I'm going to move the camera so that you all can see the piano a little better. By the way, if the sound is, uh, I think I have it set up correctly, but if the, uh, if it's garbled or not clear, please let me know and I'll stop it. But I think it's, it's set up.
2: Gustavo, thank you so much. And you know, we also met at that advanced study weekend, you know, you and I, because Hans was a speaker. And so thank you so much. You introduced
7: me, you introduced me to, to them. So thank you, AJ.
2: Thank you. It's such an amazing community we have, how everyone is so supportive of each other. Thank you very much for sharing, Gustavo. Pastor John Jensen, I received your private message that you would like to speak. And then we have Pastor Don McIntosh as well. So I'm going to spotlight you, uh, Pastor Jensen, long time, no see. Uh, Let me, let's see, I got to get rid of you, Gustavo, not literally, (laughs) figuratively on Zoom. And then Nan, I know you would like to speak as well. You're up, Pastor John.
8: Thank you so much, Chef AJ. We love you so dearly and your husband and this wonderful community that we're a part of. Uh, it was in 2009 that uh, my wife, Susan, who's a registered dietitian, uh, got her RD through the Loma Linda School of, Public, uh, School of uh, Nutrition. Um, we invited Dr. Uh, Hans Deal to come and be the keynote speaker at the beginning of this um or or one of the speakers that evening um susan's father is dr andrew heinel and he was the dean of the school of public health at loma linda and it was there that he and dr deal uh worked together and had become very good friends and so uh dr deal very kindly came out and and spoke and uh Chef AJ, you had come and you had made such an amazing presentation at at this cooking school. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember that you said that it had been one of your dreams to meet Dr. Deal. And uh, he came and he spoke. And somehow or other, uh, by the time you left Redondo Beach, headed back to your home, and he left Uh, redondo beach going back to loma linda he had called you and put a message on your voicemail and i think that was the beginning of or or near the beginning of this wonderful relationship that you had with him and um, he spoke many times at the health classes that we offer to our south bay community um, and uh, I asked him to come and preach at our church one time, and he said, uh, "Pastor Jensen, I would love to do that." He said, "But it's a two it's a two pack two part package." He said, "I'll come and preach for you, but he said I want Lily to play uh, a musical feature as part of the church service, and then I want her to give a concert at, uh, at a one hour concert at two o'clock." And we were overjoyed to have uh, both. Uh, Dr. Deal and Dr. Lilly come and play and um, he was so enthusiastic and so passionate so encouraging Uh, he said look you're a small church of a couple hundred people here in Redondo Beach but you're making a big splash in the community keep it up and uh, he came over and he brought all of his wonderful books and we we purchased enough of those books to give out everybody got a copy of one of his books and uh The impact that he's had on uh, our lives, Susan and me personally, uh, and the impact that he's had here in the South Bay part of Los Angeles community uh, is uh, an incredible legacy. And so many, we are also deeply indebted to his love and his passion and his commitment and his interest. And uh, so thank you so much for hosting this and allowing us. And Dr. Deal, we will always love you. We will miss you forever. And Dr. Lily Deal, we we love you. And our thoughts and prayers are with you and your family.
2: Uh, so uh, thank you so much, Pastor John. You made me remember something. You know, if it wasn't for Dr. John McDougall, really, none of this might have happened. Because if Dr. John McDougal hadn't given me the opportunity to present at the uh, Celebrity Chef Weekend, I would not have met Susan. And by meeting Susan, Susan invited me to present at your church. And then that is how I ended up meeting Hans. And as I was going through the emails yesterday, literally by the time I got home from Redondo Beach, there was already an email email from him. How do I not know you? So thank you so much. And also, Pastor Jensen, I know you have to leave, but maybe you'll watch the replay because I promised everyone we don't want we don't want this to be a sad event because his life was so full of happiness. But remember the story that happened the year that Dr. Esselstyn spoke with the sign that got <laughs> taken. Yeah, I know. I'm the cons <laughs> love that story. And I am going to be ending with that story so that everyone, yeah, see, I don't even have to tell the story. You remember it.
8: (laughs) Now people are really going to- We will will definitely watch the replay.
2: (laughs) Yes. Thank you so much. And thank you for the work. And thank you for all the friendship and the years that we spent together producing these wonderful conferences that started with, of course, Dr. Hans Steele.
8: Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Pastor (laughs) Jensen. Thank you all. We love you.
2: Uh, And Pastor uh, Pastor Don, let me find you. Uh, If you could like wave your hand, where are you? Oh, there you are. It's just, there's so many people on the Zoom. And this is a new friend that I made because of Dr. Hans Diel. Dr. Hans Diel apparently has a lot of pull because when he wants you to meet a pastor, he doesn't give you their phone number or email. He literally sends them to your house to make a house call. Please welcome Doctor Don McIntosh, Pastor Don McIntosh, but maybe he's a doctor too. I don't know.
9: Good morning, everyone, and and it's so nice to see so many uh, familiar faces on the the chat here from uh, the physicians. Good to see Doctor Esselstun again, who I traveled many miles there in Kansas. I remember Doctor Esselstun saying, "Why are there so many churches out here?" <laughs> um, and uh, then you know dr mcdougall as well uh i remember putting him in front of like 300 ministers and he goes what do i say to all these ministers (laughs) and i showed him this chapter in in daniel chapter one and he just did a great job and um you know hans would open up uh, so many hearts and minds um, to the need for health and for hope and healing and then he would, he introduced our church to so many of these wonderful people that have already spoken that then would come and open up even more avenues. Uh, so I started working with Hans in 1993 and we launched, uh, you know, Chip, first of all, with his video series, and then he would come and we just, we started being able to help people in many different venues. I remember once a uh, one of the guys went through who was a Boeing engineer, and he got so much better that he says, you got to talk to the my company. Well, I didn't realize how big Boeing was. He reminded me the night before, we went to the Boeing Corporation. There were eight physicians that came in the room to listen to our presentation, Dr. Phil Mills and myself, and we had been hosting these chip programs. And the <laughs> Boeing Corporation says, we would like you to do this for our company we have 30,000 employees. We said, we can't do it. But anyway, Hans just opened up all kinds of opportunities, um, not only around uh, our community of about 400,000, but around the world. And then through the avenue of the CHIP Association, the uh, CHIP program, CHIP Adventist Association, I see Dina and George Guthrie are on here and Greg Steinke, Dr. Steinke and others and that i've seen for so many years when we came together at chip summits for the adventist chip association for about 11 years in a row hans and that that group asked me to speak for their services and it was always so exciting to see what was happening and hear what was happening around the world um to see how people's lives were being improved and the quality of life being improved um so two things I want to say here, and then maybe just a funny story. Um, the, the basic message every single time we got together, and Hans and I would talk about every time, is that we want to help people improve uh, their their life, the quality of their life, and the length of their life. <clears throat> and I never would have expected Hans to leave us this soon. Um, but that was his passion. And secondly, the other thing is he'd say, look we don't want people not to just die. We don't want them to die eternally. So we want them to have life and eternal life. We want them to not experience death that soon. It's certainly not what the Bible talks about as the second death. And, uh, you know, um, the other thing I wanted to say is that uh, Hans helped me personally in many ways, just like many of you have said. And I'll just leave you with two last things. First of all, I remember we would go, um, <laughs> and we would make, I would put together all kinds of media events, uh, all different types of television stations, all kinds of venues, and we'd be busy from uh, dawn till dusk. And I would try and also keep these other doctors who came out very busy. And um, one day we were going. I was new to to the chips concept, so I wasn't really into. <laughs> the chip concepts to be honest but i thought man it's our, my church is doing this i better learn about it so i was out walking running running to these different television stations and he had these props he would he had these chocolate covered peanuts and i can't remember what else this junk food all this junk food he'd be talking about you could eat this many potatoes or just this many potato chips and he had all these you know great illustrations And one of them had these chocolate covered nuts. And I got to admit, man, I was looking at those nuts and I was going, man, I I would love to eat those nuts. (laughs) But of course, you know, we had to use them of all these places. Finally, we get done. Uh, I thought we were done, right? So we get done and Hans goes, I don't know. He went into some place to get, I don't know, something, some bananas or something. And we were all done for the day. And I couldn't resist anymore. I ate all the chocolate nuts. (laughs) And I'm eating. I ate the nuts. And he comes back in and I hide the box, you know. (laughs) Because I didn't want Dr. Deal to see that I had eaten the chocolate nuts. And then we get a phone call. And it's from another television station. And they said, could you come? And uh, we want to interview you as well. (laughs) And Hans goes, where are the nuts? We got to use the nuts again. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh, I had to confess, I said, Dr. Deal, I I I, 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 I wanted to eat just one of the nuts, <laughs> but I ate them all and he just started he just started laughing and laughing and laughing. And, uh, you know, he didn't condemn me or anything. But I think I probably would not be alive without Hans Deal because he did, you know, help me improve my health. Right from them. One little other funny study. I think it was Doctor Esselstyn. He might remember this, but we he came one time and we were on a television show, and I got him on because he had been an Olympic rower. So we got on this program, and somehow he uh, the 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 host said, "Well, where do you get your milk?" This was in the middle of Kansas. Why? Where do you get you know your calcium if you don't have milk? And he says. he says, well, you want to have a high level of calcium in your milk? I think the highest level is in rat milk.
10: <laughs> oh, man, I, I couldn't believe
9: it. And uh, the, the lady was shocked, and I got all these phone calls. I tell you what, the people that came because of knowing Hans, they, they, just, they just totally electrified the whole community and my church and many, many other churches and people around the world. Um, now let me just close by saying, uh, a big thanks to Lily as well. And I see Byron there and Carmen. So many years, we saw you growing up. We're proud of you. We're proud of what you've done. I was so impressed by Lily where she was teaching like, I don't know, <laughs> 10 people at the same time, 14 people with all those pianos. And she's always been so gracious. And I know it's a big loss and uh, we love you very much. And then I would just say my last calls and communication with with Dr. Deal. Were really where he was calling me out of concern for someone he knew had uh, a tough diagnosis, and he wanted me to reach out to them. And we hadn't connected for a couple of years, but man, he he called me five or six times, and he was praying for that person, and he just had a heart uh, for that person. And I just realized, you know what? <laughs> he didn't want us all to just live and have quality of life here. He wanted us to live forever. And so I hope we can tap into that. I hope this is not the last time we see each other or hear from each other. And I know that was Hans's heart as well. Thank you.
2: Thank you so much, Pastor Don. And I love the fact that you were laughing because I know for a fact that Hans loved to laugh. And one of the clips I'm going to be showing at the very end, a two-minute clip from when he was on my TV show, he just had such a great laugh. And thank you so much for reminding me about that. And now we have Dr. Ted Barnett. And uh, he is going to be talking to us from the car.
11: Hi, everybody. Can you hear me okay?
2: Yes, perfectly.
11: Great. Chef A.J., thank you so much for putting this on. Uh, it's an honor to be among all of you tonight today. Uh, unfortunately, I'm on a car from Connecticut to uh, New York City right now. I was just visiting a, a sick relative in Connecticut. Um, so I wasn't able to log in from my usual laptop. But I just wanted to reminisce a little bit. You know, we started Rochester Lifestyle Medicine Institute. By the way, that's the other Rochester. This is Rochester, New York. Uh, we started the Rochester Lifestyle Medicine Institute in 2015 for the sole purpose of starting, uh, of running CHIP programs. And it was all because of Hans uh, that we uh, uh, that we got started because that was the only reason we for our existence. We now have about multiple other programs and we do CME and lots of other things. But really, if it hadn't been for Hans and CHIP, we wouldn't have gotten started. It was such a pleasure to work with him. He was always an incredible gentleman. And I learned so much from him. And I learned so much uh, by running CHIP programs, uh, what it's like to be in a, a group of people uh, talking about health issues. And I couldn't have done it without that experience. And now that we've pivoted to Zoom, we've all become Zoom experts. We've reached thousands of people with our own programs. But it all goes back to to uh, Hans and the CHIP program. So thank you so much, Hans. And thank you, everybody else. And thank
2: you so much, Dr. Barnett. It's nice to see you. So it turns out that Dr. Columbus Batiste did not forget. It turned out he's an actual real doctor and apparently he got called to the hospital. So much for putting things in alphabetical order. So Dr. Batiste, thank you so much for being here. You know, the last time I saw Hans in person, you were there as well. I moved to the uh, Northern California from the desert in April of 2020 and we had a farewell dinner. You almost didn't come, but I am so happy you did now. It was a magical evening that we reminisce about frequently where we did serve Hans's favorite German chocolate cake and I do remember um I got a text from Lily that Hans had had a stroke and I was about to present at, at the spa in Mexico and I was just I, I could barely fight back the tears and I remember as soon as I was done with my class I have no idea why but you were literally the first person I called maybe because of your compassion but maybe also because you were a cardiologist and we spoke more in the that time of Hans's um being in the hospital than I think we ever have. And you just gave me just so much um, support. And I really appreciate that. Thank you.
12: Well, I would say it's a pleasure to be here. But it's an honor just to have the opportunity to speak about Hans. And I'll, I'll go back just a little bit. Of time before I go forward as it relates to, um, as it relates, I apologize, uh, my camera, this is what happens when you're moving between things. Let me switch things real quick to my camera just uh, for purposes of this.
2: That's okay. While you do that, I'll just say, uh, Pastor Don made me realize Hans had a lot of really funny sayings like, the bigger your snacks, the bigger your slacks. Eat food from a plant, not food manufactured in a plant. Eat food as grown. So here you come back. I hope.
12: All right. Yeah. Well, my voice is here. I apologize with my camera. I'm not sure exactly what's going on here, but um, I'm gonna go ahead and talk either way. I do apologize. You know, one of the things, and this is what technology does um, at times, but my first recollection of Hans really goes back quite a while before I ever met him. And I would hear about the CHIP program kind of growing up and going to church and seeing um, what was done and the events that were put on. And it was really, it was, it was amazing. But I think the thing that sticks out most in my mind, um, Hans is one of two individuals that are close to my heart. Obviously, um, S is another one, and Hans is, is one as well. And when I started down this venture of tangential from interventional cardiology to really addressing the whole person, I remember Hans giving me a call. It was Hans and and Dr. S gave me a call. And I don't think either of them knew they were giving me a call to really lend support. I didn't know them. I had never met them physically in person. And this was his compassion just to kind of say, hey, listen, you have the potential to do good things and to reach people as a cardiologist. And just those words of encouragement meant so much to me. We'd see each other, always embrace warmly, like we had known each other for years uh, we shared a love for German chocolate cake. My mom would make me a German chocolate cake as well. So when I I tasted Chef AJ's cake, I, I I was in love in those moments there, and and so I I'll never forget those moments when we he would just call me to to lend words of encouragement when I attended his lectures um, to as well, and it was just powerful, just his his impact and just his energy, just his calming effect on people the the way that he just you know there's an old saying that you know people won't remember what you did but they'll remember how you made them feel and he definitely had that impact of resonating to, to that we all remember the warmth that he left us and how he made us feel and that's what's so powerful and and fast forwarding back to what you mentioned about about the going away I'll tell you it was it was it was a rough little stretch for me clinically and preparing for different lectures and talks and different um, uh, projects. And I and AJ, I appreciate you so much because you said, you know, you got to go. I want you and Hans to be there together. And I came and brought my wife. And that was the best time I've ever had. Not because of the food and the food was great. It was because I got to know Hans in a different way. I learned about his passion for those who are in disparate communities. I learned about his journey. And many of the greats inside this movement went through a similar struggles, in which people cast them off, they put them um, out and didn't think they were practicing and, and doing things appropriately. And, and he shared with me many of those stories. And I realized, man, I have no excuse. There's so much more that I need to do when I left his from, from being with him. I felt just inspired that, listen, look at all the hurdles that these greats have have overcome to deliver the message of lifestyle. I have zero excuse when I have resources at my disposal to do what they've done. And so it was such a blessing to, to be with Hans and with Lily during that time. And, and I was I was so saddened to hear. And I think this is what's important for us to all to recognize is the fact that life is short. We have to remember how we treat people. That yes, it's about nutrition. It's about lifestyle, but it's how we we empathize with people, how we treat them, how we choose to forgive and uplift them, how we choose to love them how we choose to enact all those principles. And I can honestly say his life was one well-lived because he left an impression. He planted seeds that goes beyond his core family into many individuals around the world. And I'm so thankful that I'm one of those plants that's hopefully growing uh, from the seeds that he planted inside me. So thank you so much for the opportunity to say a few words about Hans.
2: And thank you so much for being here, Dr. Batiste. I don't want to put any pressure on you, but I think you're going to have to carry the torch.
0: (laughs)
12: I don't have, I don't have shoes big enough for, for any of those things, but, but I definitely am, am inspired to do my part for sure.
2: Thank you so much. And now we have Dr. Megan Grega, and I'm going to spotlight you as soon as I find you. Where did you go? Maybe you could wave your hand. Just there she is. Sorry. I have, thank (laughs) you. There you go. Spotlight. There you go. Here we go.
13: Thank you, AJ. Sounds like Dr. Batiste and I are both calling in from the hospital today. So uh, you can see how important Hans is for all of us. And thank you, Chef AJ, for putting this together. This is such solace to be able to hang out with um, so many people who loved and honored Hans in the same way that uh, me and my family have done. And also, I want to say to Dr. McDougall, thank you so much for showing that clip to see Hans again, like uh, in all of his enthusiastic glory was a wonderful thing. So I'm definitely going to be watching that whole one later. So I just wanted to say that when I think about Hans, I think the trait that best describes him is his dedication to service, you know, a service to God, but also service to his family and definitely service to people all over the place, everywhere, whose lives were both improved and their health was restored through the CHIP program that he built, as well as many of the other lifestyle medicine initiatives that he participated in. And I always kind of think of him as a humble, but also passionate warrior for health and vitality and longevity and one of his most defining characteristics that i think is sort of sets him apart is his incredible generosity with his time uh with his advice and with his mentorship for so many of us in the lifestyle medicine movement so many people um in his spiritual community i mean i've really been blessed to know hans uh for many years and to count both he and lily among my friends and so when I think about my favorite Hans story, I think it's when I called him up and said, Hans, I'm really trying to um, do. Oh, <laughs> that's great. Uh, whoever's sharing the, uh, the Hans <laughs> up in front of everybody. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a great one. Uh, so I called Hans up and I said, Hey, Hans, I am trying to launch this Lehigh Valley Lifestyle Medicine Symposium. You know, I'd be really honored. I'd appreciate it if you'd come and be one of our featured speakers. And he said, Megan, of course I will. And while I'm at it, while we're at it together, why don't we make a whole week of the thing? Lily and I'll come and we'll stay with you and we'll schedule two to three media appearances and, you know, hospital grand rounds and everything a day and we'll really shine a light on the power of lifestyle medicine. So uh, needless to say, I was kind of completely blown away by this suggestion, but I I took him up on it and we had a fabulous and, and completely incredible week together filled with presentations and discussions with radio hosts and media personalities, but also grand rounds and medical students and, you know, Rotary clubs, community groups. And one of the things I really saw during this time, that week that we spent together was Han's gift for his enthusiastic engagement and just excitement to spend time with, any, with an audience of 20 people, as much as if it was a group of several thousand people. Like he made such an impression here in the Lehigh Valley that people are still talking about his visit more than four years later. So there are many more stories that I could share, but I think the best way for me to wrap up is to say, and many people have said this already in different ways, but it was so obvious that Hans really cared about all of us, including the thousands of CHIP participants that he never even had a chance to meet. So I think of him as just a true example of the power of agape, which is unconditional love, never expecting anything in return. So he made a huge impact on me and my whole family. Lily, you as well. Um, it's been such a blessing to be a part of your world and your family. And we're so grateful. For the time that we've been able to spend together and look forward to many, many more years of remembering Hans, honoring Hans, and continuing to carry on the work that he started.
2: Thank you so much, Dr. Griego, really appreciate you coming by. And Nan, are you here? There you are. Nan Simonson would like to say a few words. And if you would like to speak, everyone here is more than welcome. Just if you could please type it in the chat so I know I can find you. Here we go, here is Nan.
14: Hello, I'm Nan Simonson and I'm a health coach with Dr. Dysinger. And when Chef AJ asked how I met him, Dr. Uh, Deal Dr. Hans Deal. Uh, I was a facilitator at Dr. Deisinger's M um, for the last five years, lifestyle medical practice. And I facilitated the CHIP program with our patients. And so I knew who Dr. Deal was. Uh, He was larger than life in my mind. Um, And somebody had heard about my book, Aging Powerfully at the Healthy Road Group that is part of the Chinese uh, Seventh-day Adventist church and had asked me to speak on a Sunday. And I did a talk about lifestyle as medicine. That's what my book is about, part memoir and part um, the pillars of lifestyle medicine. And in the audience was Hans and Lily. Can you imagine how taken I was that he had come. There were maybe 25, 30 people and there they were. At the end, they both approached me and we had a conversation about, well, I'll say he approached me with the conversation about what he liked that I did well. Now I was, uh, there. we've heard from so many today that are huge in the lifestyle medicine, bigger than life, People. And I was a, I'm going to use the word nobody, not in a pitiful way, but kind of a nobody. I had this little book. Well, so I did a book signing. I wanted to give him a book. No, he insisted on paying for it. He called me the next day. He went home, read the book, called me the next day to tell me what he liked not only about my story and how I had overcome some things, but what he liked about the way I presented the information. That's just huge. He has and has had so many people in his life that were so important, and yet he took the time to do that. He also then kept our relationship going by inviting my husband, Tim, and me to several things. Well, one of the things that he invited us to was a talk at that same church that he and the other Dr. Deal did. In other words, Lily, he introduced himself as, well, she did. He's the big deal. She's the little deal. And I thought that was really cool, especially when I found out that she was a concert pianist, basically, when he met her and they married and she was 20, 21 years old. Um, What a couple. They are well, what a couple, what a pair, what a person he was. They included everybody, it didn't matter status, and I so admire everything they did. Just recently, a couple of days ago, uh, I had a chance to spend some time with Lily. She invited me over for lunch and the hot tub. <laughs> Apparently. They had breakfast in the hot tub almost every morning. First thing we did when I got to the house was she showed me his, well, his life through his office, which had so many mementos in it. She is carrying on so beautifully. He would be so proud and impressed. I lost a husband after 40 years. Last week would have been their 53rd anniversary. She lost a husband after 53 years, and yet she is honoring everything he was and they were. It was so beautiful to spend time with her and know that he can, wherever he is, rest in peace because she's doing fine and she's gonna spend the rest of her time and her family will do the same, honoring this huge man. Um, That's all I have to say. And I so appreciate him. And I so honor what he has done. Because I'm married to the precepts of the College of Lifestyle Medicine. Those pillars that basically he brought out. And they are emulating. Uh, He will be part of what I do through the rest of my life. At 73, I've decided that when I get to... 103. He's still going to be a part of that. That's all I have to say. And AJ, Chef AJ, thank you so much for doing this. I watched many, many videos of your interviewing Dr. Deal. And so through your videos, I also knew who he was the moment he walked in that room the day I was speaking. So
0: Bless you all. Thank you,
2: man. You're not a nobody. Nobody's a nobody. Everybody's a somebody. You might have been lesser known at that time. But, you know, you got me thinking and what what Dr. Gustavo Tolosa said about Hans like to make breakfast. It just reminded me the time that I stayed with Hans and Lily and they made breakfast the night before in a little crock pot, a seven grain cereal. And I remember... That night playing Scrabble with Hans and Lily and and thinking, oh, my God, I'm playing Scrabble with Dr. Hans Deal. Like, I mean, it's just it's just like just the the memories are amazing. Thank you so much, Nan. And everybody that's putting in the chat, I'll get to you in the order received. And so I saw Frank Mick. Frank, I can't whatever. I I just took my glasses off, Frank. I saw you first. So here we go. And there you are, Frank. I think you're muted. Frank, 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 hold on. You're muted, you need to unmute. There you go. Everybody has the capability to unmute. We just ask people to stay muted until they speak.
15: Okay, got her. get ready. Right. All right. Well, thank you for this wonderful opportunity. I, I must say I, I uh, am deeply honored to be among such illustrious uh, roster of, of people here, and I'm really um, a nobody in lifestyle medicine. But I want to tell you how I first met Dr. Deal and how um, God brought two lives together uh, amazingly. I was in Toronto yeah. in former years of my life. I, did, I developed a couple broadcast television studios with a friend of mine. And during those wonderful years, uh, he let me work on a pilot project that never got off. It was kind of a lifestyle magazine, uh, three-segment show. And on a fundraising trip, I uh, was down in California and uh, visited Dr. Deal at his home, uh, looking to him as the possible host for this show. Well, it never got off the ground, but uh, he did remember years ago when I left at television work, and went to pastor three rural churches in Saskatchewan, in near Melfort. And uh, I was so uh, drawn to the idea of, um, uh, of doing something uh, large in the way of uh, reaching people with a better health message. And uh, I did something of that nature in my community. And the mayor asked me if I knew a, a wellness speaker and I uh, called Dr. Dean and told him that she was looking for such a speaker, and we fell in uh, there. And he was delighted to find a pastor who was interested in this in the subject. So, uh, after three months of preparation, I had him come into to Melford for a one-night stand on reversing heart disease, and one tenth of the city came out to hear him speak. And I was smitten, A 100 of those people signed up in a cooking class after, and we began a wonderful friendship. And several years later, I could never imagine that that which I aspired to do, I would have a chance to do as a departmental director for the British Columbia Conference of Seventh-day Adventists, running several departments, one of which was health. And uh, one we got launched in that. Uh, Hans Steele came out to a uh, camp meeting We four or 5,000 people every year, and we launched some uh, work toward developing CHIP chapters in BC. 13 years later, 12, 13 years later, we would have, with the help of our North American team, we developed Harold Burden, health educator from... Um, Uh, from Portland Adventist Medical Center, George and Dina Guthrie, Phil Mills, Don McIntosh. We banded together, and before we were done, we we trained 57 of our 100 churches how to run CHIP. The, The last World Training Summit I was had anything to do with, almost 500 came from all over North America. It was the most exciting time of my life. And that Dr. Deal would take on a novice like me. I didn't even have a MPH degree, anything to recommend me to work with him. But we became the dearest of friends, call up one another incessantly any time of the day, um, respectful times. And uh, what a wonderful life I had. He's absolutely one of the dearest friends I've ever had in, in my life. And... Uh, I am so grateful to have known him, what a mentor he was. He would take me through the the most amazing journeys of of meeting people, Uh, Dr. Campbell still on here. I remember we had you out to one of those camp meetings. We had uh, Dr. Caldwell, Neil Barnard, all of you wonderful people, you came, I got acquainted with you and Hans, uh, mentored me how to, how how to do every step of the way of promoting the CHIP program. So, uh, it's just an honor here today to be here among you. Lily, thanks for allowing this to happen. Uh, I have no idea how I'm going to, I'm going to manage the days ahead because I'm going to miss speaking into so much and if i if i'm going to miss him that way uh how much you're going to miss him and uh we're really uh really indebted to the wonderful person that he was so many accolades from all of you i need not repeat all of those because i believe all of those things that i've heard and uh i believe on october 31st is the date the aclm is going to um honor Hans posthumously with the Lifestyle Achievement Award. And it's my deep honor to have been asked by Susan Benegast to produce a large banner in uh, Hans's commemoration. And uh, and I do have that job finished uh, fairly soon. So thank you so much for this opportunity to say a word for my beloved friend, Hans. I know I'm going to see him again, and uh, we're going to pick up right where we left off. Health isn't everything, but without it, everything is nothing. That was one of, isn't that r- r- right, AJ? That was one of his favorites. Absolutely. Um,
2: you you know, I I appreciate what you said, Frank, because I actually uh, was emailing Carmen, his daughter, today, and I said, if those of us that knew and loved him are this broken up, I cannot imagine how the family feels you know who has yeah.
16: known him long because mm.
2: he he was so loved and beloved and you know you I, I actually saw him last night it's the second time he came to me in a dream and it was just it was just beautiful so thank you so much for sharing frank
15: yes all the best to all of you let's continue on this health education journey there are so many people out there that need our help thank you
2: and next is Greg and I am just taking people in the order that I see it in the chat. Some people put it in a private message. So just know if I haven't called you it's I'm doing it in the order received and we, and I'm willing to stay on up until noon, which is another 90 minutes to get everyone on. But I do need time to tell my ending story because I want to end it on a laugh. So Greg, um, here you go.
17: Hello everybody. Um, I'm Greg Steinke and i uh... Uh, Hans had a dramatic impact on my life. Um, uh, he was one of the most uh, charismatic, uh, confident, uh, gregarious and commanding people I've ever met and uh, his charisma and inviting spirit I, I found so attractive. you know I uh, had just uh, become a Christian and uh, was wanting to do something humanitarian and humanitarian and and uh, better with my life and, uh, uh, found out about chip. Um, I'm from Vancouver, BC area. And so I started volunteering in the, in the chip programs at Langley hospital, um, in the Vancouver, BC area. And it, it just changed my life. I was a college student, didn't have any direction to my life really in terms of a career or purpose. Uh, and, um, yeah, I remember uh, the, the the moment when I just decided that I wanted to uh, do lifestyle medicine the rest of my life. And uh, we were at an alumni meeting, and uh, we were preparing for it. It was about to start, and this big burly guy that I hadn't gotten to know that well just walks into our meeting, and he had been in, in a previous CHIP program. And he just comes up to me and he just like grabs me and he gives me this massive, hug, and I can just feel him sobbing. And he, he kind of steps back and tells me this story of, you know, being the sole provider and, uh, oh, um, kids in college went to his doctor told that he was going to lose his truck driver's license. If he didn't, shape up with his diabetes and hypertension and so on and uh he found out about the program went through it and uh he had just come from his doctor who had given him a uh, a uh, fresh uh lease on his uh his uh truck driver's license and he had uh, got his together and i just saw the twinkle in his eye and i said you know what I'm going to do this the rest of my life. And so I just thank Hans for uh, that. And, uh, and you know, in those early years, I was so excited about Chip. I remember. <laughs> uh, thank you, uh, Frank, for uh, your uh, involvement in spreading Chip through the British area. And uh, uh, I remember one summer, I I decided, you know what? I'm not just going to do any old regular summer job. You know, I'm a college kid. I'm going to take chip uh, materials. I'm going to take health power and and different books, and I'm going to go around selling them. And here, if you know me at all, I am not like that kind of personality. But you know, I went from alumni programs all over the place. I went door to door. I did whatever I could to sell those books, and uh, and it was it was awesome. experience uh and um you know uh the CHIP program had a huge impact on me going to medical school and Melinda and uh uh um Hans uh I got to know Hans in fact I have um if you recall these little guys here remember these uh I don't know who has these here we got like four of them I use them like every day (laughs)
2: I still have mine.
17: Yep. Oh, these little uh, chip knives. Anyway, so uh, he took me under his wing and uh, just really started to reach out to me. Uh, he would he, he taught me all about the concept of lifestyle medicine. He would coach me. I was very shy, very kind of a retreating type of personality. He just, you know, kept urging me, giving me opportunities. Greg, go speak here, do this, speak here. And uh, just taught me to speak more confidently. I remember him coaching me on, even if you don't have a moment to prepare, you can come up with three points, (laughs) even on the spot. Uh, I remember him taking me into his office and showing me his like detailed organizational system of how he kept track of all his, his, uh, you know, journal articles. He had them all titled, you know, with uh, a special numbering system and, and uh, you know, could come up with any information on the spot with the way he had it set up. And um, I just remember him and Lily bringing my wife and I into their home many, many times. Um, the walks with Brent Hildebrand, went on a number of those in those early years when I was still in good uh, health. Oh man, just so many great memories. Um, uh, my my master's in nutrition. uh, I chose to do a CHIP program at the Cal Mesa SDA Church, and he was just cheering me on the whole time, helping me. And um, when we ran the the first ever Loma Linda University CHIP program, which um, you know, if if you if you know some of the controversy and were involved with that, uh, I thought would never happen. And, um, that, uh, that went off, uh, was awesome, uh, enrolled the whole, or much of the medical school in the concept. And, uh, and it was, uh, it was, uh, just an outstanding dynamic experience. Uh, you know, uh, when I, when I met my wife, uh, you know, one thing that kind of shocked me is when I started talking about Hans more and whatever, he's like, my wife's like, I know Hans. I grew up with, uh, you know, Carmen and Byron and, and, uh, and stuff. And, uh, I was like, wow, I guess, uh, God put me with the right woman here. And, uh, uh, she's, uh, she's such amazing people.
16: This is one. Oh, thank you so one, much.
17: Yeah. One last, uh, story, story. Um, I just want to say Hans and Lily were going away and, um, you know, I was a student and, uh, Hans was like, you know what? I got, uh, kind of, I I don't know if I should have bought this, but I I ended up buying a BMW and I'm not sure about this, but, uh, anyways, um, I was wondering if you could drive my BMW while, uh, we're gone. And so, uh, that was a great memory. Uh, And just one other quick thing is my grandfather found out about ship Sherman Nagel and he took chip to Nigeria and he just started, um, running it, uh, running on television, just promoting it he he had a large influence in nigeria and hans finds out later about this because my grandpa didn't manage to to ask for permission and hans was just so gracious with my grandfather and and um turned it into something where they started doing a bunch of work over there as well to help uh, people there so thank you so much uh, Thank and- you so
2: much for sharing, Greg, really appreciate it. And next we have Jody. And if everyone could possibly try to limit to two minutes, just because as I expected, what would happen is more people share, more people are asking to share. And we'd like everyone to have the opportunity. Welcome, Jody.
18: Thank you, Chef AJ. And thanks for organizing the celebration of life. I think it's, um, it's very therapeutic for me as well as many other people, I think. And when I think of Hans, I think of faith, first of all, because his faith led him in everything
14: that he did.
18: His family, number two, uh, he had such a strong bond with Lily, and it was such a joy Uh to see them both. Family, number two, uh, he had such a strong bond. They had a beautiful family, Byron and Carmen and the grandchildren, Hans was so proud of them. And Lily and Hans supported each other in everything, everything that they did. And even after 40, 45 years of marriage, Hans, Hans bought flowers for Lily every week. His friends, he had so many friends from around the world, kind, he was kind to them, generous, thoughtful. He respected all people and people respected him. Hans was brilliant. He was a trailblazer in his field. If we think back, Chip began in 1988, 35 years ago when lifestyle medicine was not um, well known at all. It was an honor for me to work for Hans. I worked for him in Rockford, Illinois for seven years. Um, He saw me doing a chip cooking demonstration and my husband mentioned to him I was going to be leaving um, a Fortune 500 company I was working for. Well, that led to three or four interviews with Hans and another gentleman that was working for Chip here in Rockford. And I was hired and um, I got a call from this gentleman before I even started saying that he was going to be pursuing other interests and he would not be able to train me. So here I was in Rockford, I hadn't even started, and I had this job, but Hans, through emails and phone calls, guided me through everything, and it worked out just fine. Um, He would come to Rockford, Illinois, and conduct CHIP programs in person at the University of Illinois College of Medicine in the auditorium. He would do this twice a year. And he moved people, most people, as we all know, who came through CHIP had multiple chronic conditions that they were dealing with. And he moved people from despair to hope. I had the joy of watching this time and time again, as he conducted these classes. Um, He had the gift of making each person in the audience feel like he was talking directly to them, speaking to them directly. Um, participants went on grocery shopping tours, attended the Applied Nutrition Workshop, which he named um, AKA a cooking class because men in the particip- who were participating in CHIP would, would not attend a cooking class, but they did apply, go to the Applied Nutrition Workshops um, where we ate a, at one of the chip approved restaurants here in town. Over 5,000 people went through the program here in Rockford. And it is where um, the randomized um, trial was done that was published uh, through Swedish American Hospital and published in the American Journal of Cardiology, was done here, as well as many other peer-reviewed medical journals. Uh, people came here, and he uh, facilitated the um, the chip facilitator training workshop where people became certified to be um, facilitators in their com- uh, community. Uh, Dr. Campbell came here. Dr. M- uh, McDougal came here and spoke. Um, afterwards, I ended up going back to college uh, for two years and became certified as a certified nutrition consultant. So. That work continues, and he just, um, he, he's one of tens of thousands of people whose lives they changed, and uh, none of these things, for me, would have been possible without Hans, um, the confidence he had in me, and he literally changed this community to be more health-conscientious health and a healthier community, Um. The, the knives that you mentioned, uh, Dr. Stanke, or from Solengrin, uh, the town in Germany, Hans was born in. And Dr. Grego, when you mentioned mentioning something to Hans and rather than making a day, it was an entire weekend, he did that all the time. <laughs> that if you had a suggestion or an idea, it became this grand event that was just full of life and information and so vibrant and beautiful, and um, that was his gift. So thank you very much.
2: Jody. thank you so much for sharing. And you bring up a, a very good point about how Hans made people feel. You know, there's a saying, people might not remember what you say or what you do, but they'll always remember how he they make you feel. And he made everyone feel special, didn't he?
18: Yes, he did.
2: Yeah, that's what I remember most. That's why when people say I'm a nobody, well, to Hans, everyone was a somebody. So thank you for sharing. And next, we have Phyllis McNeil. If you'd like to please unmute yourself.
19: Okay, can you guys hear me?
2: Yes, thank you.
19: Okay, I'm Phyllis McNeil. I
0: attended three
19: um, CHIP program of Dr. Hansdale. I met uh, Dr. Hansdale and in March of 2021. I was Getting released i got released from cedar sinai hospital after almost a close almost lost my life i got released in february 2021 got connected with dr hans and also the group the zoom group that he was um, the clinical staff of that um and I got some big results let me tell you. just my just for the five months my a1c was 15.1 in january 21 when I got connected with Dr. Hansfield and his clinical staff. I got my A1C down in July, just five months afterwards, seven months afterwards, from January to July to July 2021, from 15.1 to 6.6. Wow. Yes, yeah, and um, my I was um uh, I was almost on dialysis, I had kidney failure. My lowest kidney number was a 31, but when I got into the CHIP program, it was a 58. Now today. I moved from stage three to stage two. Now I'm in stage one, but 93. My kidneys are normal. That's good news. I was on 25 medications today at cancer One medication. See the sign? doctors couldn't even help me. I was. I had. blood clots. I was just almost left for dead. And um, everywhere I 21, but God had another person out there who was going to help me. And it was. Dr. Hansteel, he was my mentor. He looked into my background, into my website, and he knew the work I do, what I've been doing, helping people for 33 years, service of myself, and now I needed help. And boy, did God bless me with somebody like Dr. Hansteel, his wife, um, Mary Reynolds, uh, I was a formal foster child, so I had it rough through my life. But I overcome these overcome illness, and just Another thing uh, what happened? I had neuropathy in my feet. Nerve damage to my feet. Wasn't, in, wasn't even in the program that long. My feet was uh, examined by my diabetic doctor in 2020 of um, summer 2020. By July 21, 2020, 2021, neuropathy was done. I had my nerves back in my feet. And another big thing happened to me. Um, my eyesight. My vision, in December of 2022, my vision, I used to wear glasses for 44 years to night riding. That night, I couldn't get tired without glasses. My eyes are 20-20. I don't need any more prescription. I don't need any glasses. I saw my doctor. My eyes reversed. And then I couldn't only hear. I have a hearing. I have to have a hearing device. And December of 2022, I got my hearing back. I can hear now. I can see. That's all in the Bible. And then I used to walk with a walker from 217 all the way up until this year. I let go of my walker. I started walking without my walker. Not only did I start walking out on my walker, I had another uh, reversal. I started jogging. I didn't even have that, and I didn't even know I would be able to jog. I started jogging May the 23 of this year. That was good. Then, my cholesterol is coming down. Um, let's see what else happened. The big thing happened that Dr. me in the leadership program, he said, your heart is reversing. My congested heart failure, my congested heart failure has reversed. Thank you, Dr. Hensiel, because that's all Dr. Hensiel talked about how He told me about you, about reversing heart. My heart has reversed and it reversed on um, July the 25th of this year. Can't believe it. I got a good heart. And uh, what else? I mean, Dr. Lesfield, I mean, he has helped me so much. And uh, he's gone up to heaven, but his heart, but his spirit would always be in my heart. And I'll never forget that because I will continue my journey of serving others like I did before I got really sick. And I'm see what else happened. I have, I have now have three lifestyle medical doctors. One is my senior's
0: office, Dr. Linda. I have a cardiologist, a doctor, Mary. Uh, doctor. Dr. Palmer
19: It's my lifestyle medical doctor, doctor. And I got another one. I'll be seeing her for the first time this Thursday. All because of, I'm changing all my doctors. As I get rid of the doctors, they can't help me. I'm getting lifestyle medical doctors because they're doing what's the right thing to do to get people well. I'm being very educated regarding nutrition. I feel like I got a PhD in nutrition.
0: Yeah.
19: Um you know, I, I don't mean, I don't mean to cut that's you it, off. It, it, it's, it, this
2: is a beautiful story and we thank you right. for sharing. But if, if we could try to limit to two minutes, just because we have so many more people, but thank you so much, Phyllis. Your story is very, very inspiring. And we know how much you cared for Hans. So thank you Can for I sharing. just
19: say one more word? Doc, I mean, my weight is going down. I feel more very obese, but I'm not worried about it because the weight's going to drop off like my uh, conditions rapidly. I still got more conditions, but I'm just very grateful. Thank you.
2: Thank you so much, Phyllis. And next we have May. I believe I'm pronouncing your name right. M M E I. Yes, you, would...
20: you are right. Perfect. Um, I did everything that you wait, guys. Wait, wait, wait,
2: wait, wait! I've got to. I got to spotlight you, but I can't. I can't <laughs> find you. Oh wait. Um, hold on. Uh, May, where are you? If you could just wave your hand. Thank you. I because I I'd like everyone to see you. There you go.
20: Hi, thank you very much. I pretty much you know everybody echoed the same thing I want to say already, so save my time. Um, I want to bring out one thing very important. Um, just the day after I received a message from Lily about um, Dr. Hanse was hospitalized, I have this feather um, on my uh, driveway, and then the feather followed me to um, my garage, and I pick it up, and that remind me of Dr. Hanse. Um went to 2014 when I attended my first. CRM conference, and I didn't know who he was. I know he was surrounded by so many people. Um, he had this uh, talk and he say, um, be very gentle, like a feather. So that remind me of him. Um, I think that uh, one thing he, he taught me a lot is the speech, uh, spirituality. Um, every time it's just like, every, when he came to Rochester, Minnesota, which is the male Clinic, the big town, Male Clinic, um, a, a Male Clinic Town, um, and then he encouraged me uh, as a chief facilitator, you know, to do what is right um, to, uh, you know, to the people. Um, be gentle as a facilitator. So um, with his encouragement, um, I um, established a nonprofit organization with my husband, and we both have a private practice uh, under Male Clinic's wings in this town, um, Doctor Doctor Deal. Came to uh, our first community of wellness symposium in Gala, and um, so uh, he um, every time when we when we um, step out of the car to yeah. go to the presentation, he always okay. hold my hand. And he said, no, "Stop! Um, we need to pray because this is a God's plan, not my plan." Um, also, um, he made a record um, at a male clinic that we arranged him to conduct the first lifestyle medicine um, grain round. And the chef, he told the chef that he, you know, everything would need to be vegetarian, vegan. He said, well, Mayo Clinic um, Palmer House is well-known for steak, Um, but chef made that exception. Very beautiful, 40 meals, all vegan, vegetarian. The chef continued to prepare for our gala just the past April. Um, Because of him, um, the uh, CHIP program actually has been growing um, we get a lot more friends, physician friends from Mayo Clinic and local uh, healthcare providers. Um, he constantly contact me, uh, just encouraging me because he always like to use a story. Um, I'm not a Christian, but he taught me a lot, um, the Davis versus Goliath. So right now, um, we have a mayor from uh, the Rochester, uh, Rochester, Minnesota and the, um, the governor's support to promote lifestyle medicine. Uh, he changed a lot of people's lives. Um, so um, he planted seeds and we really appreciate how much he and Lily and his family impact internationally. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. I really appreciate it. And next we have Krista.
2: If you can uh, come on and unmute yourself. Here we go. And if if possible, please try to keep it to about two minutes. Thank you.
21: Hi, thank you, AJ, for having this and and doing this. And I was in Hans and Lily's home in June of this year, and we were having a meal. And I said, wow, I found this person on Facebook and I proceeded to um, tell them about you. And Hans was like, I know her. She's a friend of mine. So um, I met Hans and Lily when I was 12 years old. So it's been over 43 years. And our connection started off with piano and we just kept in touch throughout all of these years. And so I benefited from learning about lifestyle medicine as a child. And uh, also went on three of the trip chip cruises with Hans and Lily. And then they have had me in their home numerous times for extended length lengths of time. And because of that, I've been able to see the everyday simplicities of what it looked like to have a loving marriage. And Hans and Lily just taught me so much about what it looked like to have a loving marriage. And um, Hans would tell me how he would stack the dishes for Lily, uh, like all the plates together, all the bowls, et cetera, so that the job would be easier. And he did so many little tiny things like that, that just really benefited their marriage, and I saw disagreements every now and then. And it was they were just playful, really, when they had a disagreement. And it just taught me so much about what it meant to be one in a marriage. And I had the privilege of traveling with them to Costa Rica. And we, when we landed, we went to a restaurant to eat. And there wasn't really anything on the menu that fit within the, the, the choices that we all wanted to make. And so Hans uh, asked the, the waiter, and he, you know how he speaks in his, just such a uh, fluent, beautiful way. And so he, he asked them, do you think that there's something that the chef could do just a very special, uh, and he just basically described and, and asked them for the, to allow the chef to sort of work his magic and you know do whatever would fit into the parameters of what hans had described and they brought out the most beautiful grilled pineapple uh, dish with beautiful sides and it was just such a lovely experience to see him work his magic like that in that restaurant and you know what i would have to share just would what i'm sharing now just barely breaks the surface of the depth that I've experienced from knowing Hans and Lily. And, you know, Hans would, I would go walking with Hans on the, uh, behind the hills in Loma Linda. And whenever I sat at their table, it was always just simple food fit for a king. And Hans always made sure that it was, there were herbs as, you know, decorations and everything was just always presented so beautifully. He lived what he taught. And so, my heart is so full from knowing them, and I just look forward to continuing my friendship with Lily, and losing Hans absolutely was too soon and too early, and uh, I know every so many people shared so many things that I've experienced with Hans as well, and I just thank you for
2: letting me share. Well, thank you, Christy. And when you talked about the restaurant, you bring up a good point. Hans was never rude. He was always polite. And even if you did something he didn't care for, he had a way of saying it that was not uh, hurtful. I remember he didn't care for my outgoing message on my voicemail, (laughs) but the way he, the way he, he had a very charming way of letting me know that. And, you know, eventually I did change it. So thank you so much for sharing. And next we have Dr. David Lowe.
22: Oh, Thank you for um, hope you can hear me okay. Uh, but thank you, Chef AJ, for hosting this. Um, I know there wasn't going to be a formal memorial service, so having this has um, really been wonderful because um, you know the lifestyle medicine movement has has become family, and and this um, opportunity just brings us together as family. Uh, we've lost a family member, a prominent family member, a leader. Uh, Dr. Hans Deal was my mentor in lifestyle medicine. Dr. John McDougall was my mentor in nutrition as I was starting a medical practice in pediatrics in Southern California. And um, it, was, it was their guidance that really helped me uh, in starting lifestyle or health programs within our community Camarillo uh, church. And um, Hans was so gracious because he was a couple hours away by freeway. And um, um, he would come out and help us promote the CHIP programs. And you know, to sum it up, there's been a lot of accolades for Hans, and they were all true. Uh, but one I have to say it was he was brilliant, brilliant ahead of his time to bring the science and lifestyle medicine to the community. Nobody was really doing that. People might write books or uh, do research articles, but no one was bringing it to the community like Hans did. And he did it uh, in a way that um, non-medical people as we've heard already could take his videos and uh, take them somewhere, present them and conduct a health program. It was just absolutely brilliant. And that's the way he just multiplied and spread this message so rapidly if there was a Seventh-day Adventist Church that held, had a health program, it was because of the CHIP program, because it was so well presented, so well packaged, so easy, and supported personally by Hans and Lily. Uh, that was, it was just absolutely amazing. So he would come out, uh, stay at our home, and uh, do a, a weekend promotion, and then we would uh, launch the program. Uh, Lily would graciously come out and give an afternoon, uh, Saturday afternoon concert, And it was just a great kickoff and a a motivating factor for people to to join the program. And then he would, uh, even for our graduation, we'd have graduations and then he would call in and and congratulate those who've gone through the program. He always was just shepherding and guiding um, all of those programs. And and it's amazing to me as I hear all of his connections all around the world, how he was able to do that, still connect with us personally. he was, uh, you know, he had all of these sayings, you know, if you would just make a few simple changes in your life, he offered hope, and um, he would say, you know, we don't want to just add years to your life, we want to add life to your years, but um, to, to end with the, the some, some comment that was, as they brought up the chip knives, right, these, these chip knives, and, and we have ours to this day. And he was so gracious in in sharing them and giving them away, practically. Um, But the funniest thing he would say was, these are special knives made out of the finest German steel. But he says, but if they were ever used to cut meat, they would self-destruct. And so (laughs) we, we would just laugh at that but that was what he was. He was so engaging with everyone. Um, we had him speak at our whole conference uh, many times, and he was so engaging. He was rated so highly, uh, uh, even though he wasn't like well known to the outer world, um, but he was so engaging and so in touch uh, and know, and knew how to touch people that um he would he would be motivating but just he would just have that way of giving him hope so it's it's just an honor to just be here and to to add to all of the things that have been said about him
2: i love that story dr low about the knives you know last time i saw hans he gave me an herb scissors and every time i use it i think of him so thank you so much for sharing and nice to see you and flow
22: yeah you're welcome
2: thank you and next we have mary jones I just found you and then I lost you. Come on, come on. Ah, Mary Jones, let me find you again. If you could just wave your hand, Mary Jones. Mary
0: J. Jones, there you are. Okay, here we go. There you go, Mary. Well,
16: well I, I went to chip with May, who spoke just earlier, and she had Dr. Deal come for our graduation. And I remember I fixed some food for that graduation and and he raved about, it. he said, oh, I could even make this at home for Lily. And you know, he just he just made me feel so special. But one of the things, one of the things I've heard from so many of you is how you were in, his, in their home. And that's what he did to our class. He said, no, if you're ever in California, you come to our home. We wanna see you. We want to spend time with you. And that was, that was huge. I mean, so thank you, AJ, for having this um, because I think all of us have needed this opportunity to share our memories and our, and our joys and our sorrow at the loss of Dr. Deal. And um, love and prayers to his family. Thank you.
2: Thank you so much Mary and I agree with you and even though this is maybe going to be 3 hours it's going to be a lot less time than if we all had to travel to Loma Linda and I feel it's necessary for all of us to be able to say how much we loved Hans and let the family know as well. Thank you Mary and next we have uh Mary, Mary I mean thank you thank you one Mary to another Mary. Mary Reynolds you're next. From one Mary to another Mary.
23: Hi, this is Mary Chan Reynolds, and a lot of people know me from um, the CHIP program uh, back in Loma Linda University, and especially Grace Steinke and Dina and George Guthrie. Uh, I, hi to you guys, and it's wonderful to be in the CHIP organization. And I agree, Hans has a dynamite personality that he just full of energy and he has a sense of humor. He has so much to share, especially his stories, how it developed, how he got into the CHIP organization and getting all the publicities out there in various places. And um, it, it was really neat to be part of the CHIP organization and go to the annual conferences all together and meet all the different CHIP facilitators and the training session. And you just feel like family. And one thing I remember these video uh, (laughs) uh, recordings, being a facilitator, Uh, Dr. Lau, you are true that we can really be uh, spreading all this. And we have chip in our heart always. And I've been helping with a support group here with Vernita and Betty, and and just following uh, Hans at the last uh, meeting that we had with a U-Turn program we met wonderful people like Phyllis and Old School in having lifestyle changes in their life. And I'm gonna let Old School tell about uh, a little part of him, but it's amazing how lifestyle has changed. But anyway, it's wonderful to have this done. Chef AJ, I known you for many years when you were doing the (laughs) flip-flops. performance in our uh, annual uh, meeting there for the CHIP and to see your weight loss was amazing. So again, thank you for organizing this and to have this special for the Deal family.
2: Thank you so much for sharing, Mary.
0: And next we have Anjali. Hope I said your name right. There you go.
24: Hi, I am, I'm from New Zealand, calling from New Zealand right now. And uh, I have lots to say, but I'm not going to because I can see, AJ, you're worried about time. Um, Lance was very special to me as well. I'm, I'm probably not that important in the scheme of things, I, but I do love health ministry and trying to help and encourage people to do the best that they can. And I'm hearing the same thread from everybody. That Hans treated them as if they were the only ones in the world that mattered to him. And Lily, I just can't imagine what it must be like for you. I know you guys were madly in love with each other. I saw it over and over again, and um, I I can't imagine the pain that you're feeling. Um, and so my love to you all, your family, and uh, to everybody here. Thank you for sharing. It just brought me even closer to Hans, and I'm looking forward just seeing him again. And thank you, AJ.
2: Well, thank you for sharing and for keeping it brief. We really appreciate it. And thank you for tuning in from all the way from New Zealand. And next we have Mike Mack.
0: You just have to unmute, Mike. Hi. And... I don't
25: know if you guys can hear me. Can you hear me?
0: Yes, can hear you
2: now.
25: Okay, Perfect. great. I'm going to be brief. Uh, I was in Doctor's Deals last uh, program and um Man, he's going to be missed. What I loved about him most was that he uh, he didn't see color. He didn't see economical status. He didn't see all these things that trip most people up. And the fact that he loved us beyond just the health. He really cared about the person who you were and who you were becoming. And so to get a personal phone call from this renowned, amazing Barnabas kind of man, Um, he was a father figure to me in a very short amount of time, he was an influencer, he was a friend, and I didn't even get to know him that well, but just in the time that we spent in the program, I lost 13 pounds, Um, my diabetes, not diabetes, but my um, hypertension, uh, high cholesterol, everything really reversed, I was a real full-blown skeptic, Um, But what he did and who he was, was not just for the soul, but it was for the body, mind and spirit as well. And so I thank God for him and Lily and thank God for all the stuff that he has done for us as a whole. And so if we really want him to live on, myself included, let him live inside of us and through us everything that he poured inside of us. Thank you.
2: Thank you so much, and I love what you said because it just shows that it didn't matter how long we knew him, the depth of our love was so great because he just, he loved everyone. Thank you so much, Mike. And next we have Betty Wheeler, who I had the privilege of working with a couple of times when Hans was uh, starting some other programs. Thank
26: you, uh, Chef AJ. Um, My name again is Betty, and I'm a social worker. My friend and I started a support group called Healthy Road Lifestyle. Our group provides education and support about the importance of a whole food plant-based diet. Dr. Deal heard about our group and came along to support us. He became a friend and a mentor. He often attended our meetings and spoke to our group. And he just took the group to a whole new level. He impacted my life as well as the lives of our participants. The things that stood out uh, to me was his knowledge, and uh, he was such an amazing and engaging speaker. And not only that, like people have said, he was such a caring man, he was such a great man, and he was a man of faith who led by example. The Bible says, they shall know you by your love. And he was so loving and gave up his time so generously. A couple of times this year, he called me up and said that he knew someone who was having some health challenges. So together we would meet at this individual's home and he would talk to them about their diet, about eating whole foods. And he invited me to come along so that I could share with them information about the jumpstart and to be a support to, to those individuals. And so he often discussed with us as a group about the importance of service over self. And he lived that out so eloquently. The fact that he would give house calls and help individuals whose health was struggling just blew me away. And I'm just so grateful to God that my path crossed with Dr. Deal. And I really miss him a great deal. And I miss, I will miss all the work that we did as a group together with him. And so I just want to thank you, Chef AJ, for this celebration of his life. And I just want Lily to know that you and your family are in my thoughts and prayers. And I just thank you for this opportunity to just share my time with Dr. Deal. He's just an amazing man. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you so much, Betty. And next we
0: have Old School. I hear you're muted, Old School. That got it? You're perfect now.
10: Yeah, I am. Um, I met Dr. Deal about several months after re, after receiving some very disturbing news. I was told in uh, uh, October of 2021 that I had prostate cancer. And when I was told by the urologist, I asked him, I said, well, what can I do about it? And he suggested three options, surgery, chemotherapy, or radiation. He said, what would you like to do? I said, whoa, whoa, slow, slow down. I said, man, you just hit me with news like this, and you're looking for an immediate response. I said I'm unable to do that for you right now. I said if anything, I'm gonna get a second opinion. I need some time to think about this. Over the course of this time, in May of excuse me, May of 2022, seven months later, at church, I ran into a flyer uh, at church, and I picked it up, and it was it was about a chip program which I'd never heard of or doctor deal. I went to the pastor, asked him about it, and it said it had a limited number of spaces. And I told my pastor, I said, Pastor, I got I to do this. And uh, it said chronic diseases. I had no idea what a chronic disease was. But when I walked out to my truck to put the program in my truck, I was reading it. And one of the chronic diseases that it highlighted was prostate cancer. I raced back in. I said, Pastor, I got to get involved with this now. He said, when the school will be a couple of weeks. I said, no, we got to do this now. I said, I need to register now. I need to be in that class. I don't want it to, to fill up on me. Anyway, uh, that that class started May the 28th of 2022. Uh, and what you guys don't know is I lost my father from prostate cancer in, in 1989. And I, I found out visiting my brother in November of 2021 that my brother and three of my cousins, my mother's sister's children had prostate cancer. And they were all telling me which way I needed to go and stuff like that. I ran into Dr. Deal's program. I, I took it to heart. I dotted every i and crossed every t. The program ended August. It started May the 28th, of 2022. It went to August the 3rd of 2022. I had my second biopsy in November of 2022, and from the same urologist, I had a total reversal in my prostate cancer. I didn't have to do I didn't have to do chemotherapy, radiation. Or surgery, like any of my predecessors is, and as you can see that I'm still with you. So I, I, I feel through the grace of God I, that it was it was a blessing through His grace to meet Team Deal because I don't see Dr. Hans. Uh He had a he had a, a co-conspirator in his program, and that was Miss Lily Deal. And I love them both so much. I don't have any degrees. I don't have any. Diplomas. I don't have any uh, any special recommendations or, or or credits to my name, but but through them, uh, he's had me come out and 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 share my testimony with others. And if there's anyone out there, I can like tell you, is I'm one of the 110,000 recipients of the program, successful pers- uh, participants of the program. And I'd like to thank Team Dio for all that you guys have done to me and been for me. Thank you very much for allowing this to happen. Uh, uh, You did coach, I mean, Chef AJ, thank you so much. Oh,
2: thank you. That's a beautiful story. Thank you for sharing and congratulations on your reclaimed health. Thank you. Thank you. And um, you're there by Roger, but I have a feeling you're this really famous doctor, but it just says Roger's iPhone.
27: Hello. Can you hear me?
14: I can sure hear you.
27: Okay. So I'm Roger Greenlaw, retired clinical professor emeritus at the uh, University of Illinois College of Medicine in Rockford. And uh, 23 years ago, uh, our family dentist, uh, man and wife dentists came home from Chicago meeting with a tape in hand, a little audio tape. And they said, we heard this guy Hans Deal talk at the dental society meetings about health of the teeth and mouth uh, with this program. And they said, we couldn't get in the room, hundreds of people, standing room only. So we stood in the doorway and listened to this uh, speaker and you have got to hear this. So I listened to the tape and I called him up and he said, well, I'm in a meeting in Ohio and I can come tomorrow and tell you about it. And so he did. Um, We had him present program, introductory program at Swedish American Hospital, one of the hospitals serving the medical education program at the medical school. And everyone was taken by it over the first couple of years of doing two programs a year. The hospital uh, listened to our recommendation that we do a randomized controlled trial because people like the testimonies you've been hearing can convince people that this program is good, but you you cannot convince scientists and university professors and so on without research. So we got a million dollars from Swedish American Hospital, money that came from the state of Illinois to teaching hospitals for that year and did a randomized controlled trial, 270 people or so in each group. And uh, it confirmed uh, through the analysis of Steve Aldana, who was a PhD in in scientific research technology. And and, uh, that got published as Jody. Uh, a few minutes ago uh, t- mentioned that, that we had published these papers. There's now 40 papers stacked on top of that original paper. And uh, some of the data has shown that uh, corporations that are paying $10,000 a month for uh, drugs to suppress the immune system uh, for people with a, a immune disease, uh, th- they could pay for a CHIP program and have all their employees' health problems melt away. So uh, that side of the story uh, is really, really important. Uh, the CHIP program is now, by published data, the most studied community-based health program uh, in America. Uh, I had one patient, a uh, woman 78 years old, uh, needed help up and down the stairs to attend the CHIP program, who had uh, 16 recognized, labeled conditions or diseases. And in eight to 10 weeks, they all reversed, all of them. And she walked normally. Um, so, um, oh, a shout out to Greg Stanky there. Uh, this, uh, this program is now endorsed by the American College of Lifestyle Medicine. And if you go to the website, CHIP website, and look across the top of Categories you could look into. Look into the the science, the papers, and they're all there. And so I just wanted uh, us to know and remember that uh, that that Hans personally taught these programs, and and the research showed that they were effective, recognized by uh, intellectuals across the medical care fields. Now and then, um, finally, there was a program done that was comparing. <coughs> professional people doing a program and the results versus volunteers, trained volunteers doing the program. And the results were identical because this is really just person to person, human to human knowledge that does the transformations as the gentleman before me uh, told us about prostate cancer. Thank you.
2: Uh, thank you, Dr. Greenlawton, before I let you go. I just want to mention that in addition to the 70 or so people that are in the Zoom room, we have over 300 people watching this presentation live on Facebook and YouTube. They can't see some of the wonderful comments in the chat. So I'd like to read a few of them, like from Dr. Griga. Hans was such an innovative pioneer in bringing the principles of lifestyle medicine to the community in a way that didn't require a medical degree to understand the benefits and the foundational concepts. He was a game changer for community health. And Dr. Lowe wrote, I forgot to say something. The conducting chip was a life changer. Once you saw the dramatic improvements, as testified by some of the people here, you were hooked and wanted to keep doing them. I'm indebted to Hans because he gave me something to keep doing, even though I just retired from medicine this June 30th. And Dr. Wayne Dysinger writes in the early days, Hans personally loaned money to the American College of Lifestyle Medicine just as it was getting started, he served on the board and provided lots of early wisdom. If it weren't for him, the lifestyle medicine movement would never have moved forward from its early foundation. He greatly has the Lifestyle Achievement Award that he'll be receiving for ACLM in the end of October. And I'm sure you agree with all those comments, Dr. Greenlaw. So thank you so much for sharing. And next we have Dina Gunthrie. as soon as I find you. And I see that Brenda Davis joined. Brenda, if you would like to say a few words, please let me know. And here is Dina Guthrie.
28: Dina Guthrie. Yes. Thank you so much, Chef AJ. First time I remember seeing you, you were doing a handstand on the, on the uh, stage with one of our CHIP summits. Anyway, that was a lot of fun. Um, thank you so much for pulling this whole thing together. My life was feeling kind of lost up in a little mountain cabin near Yosemite. I was a nurse practitioner with no place to practice at the time, and my husband was very busy in a, in a clinic. And I was crying out to God for something to do because I'm not one to sit around. And to make a long story short, uh, not long after we had been there, I received two large boxes of CHIP materials from Dr. Hans Steele with a postage, return postage of $67, of which I intended to send right back to him because I hadn't ordered it. Thought, what is this about? And my mother said, don't throw that stuff away. You need to hear about what CHIP is doing. We're having dynamite results here in Wichita, Kansas. Please come and take a look. So I did. And when I came back from that program, which Amy Sherard, Don McIntosh, Phil Mills and all were running, I was a CHIP program ready to start. And I couldn't wait to get going. That program completely changed our little tiny mountain community. The um, The clubhouse started serving vegetarian meals, vegan options, because our graduates were demanding them. The grocery store improved its options. And many other things happened there that were just thrilling. Uh, Not long after that, with Hans deal, we caught the vision that, hey, this thing needs to go to Adventist churches who can serve their communities all across North America. And with Hans's open hand, we took that thing, and with Harold Burden's support, he and I sat down and worked hard on a manual to coordinate um, how to run a program in a church setting. From there, thanks to Frank McMiller, um, we bounced up to Canada, uh, and with Frank's encouragement, it spread all over British Columbia and then all over Canada, down into across uh, the United States, and eventually... With Hans's invitation, we ended up going to Australia, New Zealand, England, Scotland. It was thrilling to watch this thing um, develop. I could not have known when I opened those boxes up there in that little cabin that the next 16 years of my life would be totally consumed with the joy of running this program. When the opportunity came for me to return to my nurse practitioner role, I said, no, it's just too exciting, not getting paid a lot for this, if anything, but it's more exciting than anything I've ever done in my life. Um, Watching people get well and then stay well, instead of just handing out medications was a total thrill. Um, Lily and I are a day apart in age, we grew up together in the Philippines, and Lily, I'm sure you're listening in, I just want you to know that my arms wrap around you your music has always brought tears to my eyes of joy and great pleasure, and I hope and I'm grateful to hear that you will continue playing, and I look forward to hearing the next time you give a concert, uh, where if I'm anywhere around. The last time you played was in our home in Orlando, where... Um, or you did a little concert just for my mother, who was about 100 years of age. I keep wanting to tell mother about Hans. <laughs> she wouldn't believe it, but both she and I, mother's passed now at age 104, but for, both she and I plan to meet Hans under the tree of life, where we're going to be eating whole plant-based diet for the rest of eternity. And I think the next meal we'll have together will be under the tree of life, and I'm really looking forward to that. Thank you so much, Chef AJ, for letting me share. Thank
2: you so much, Dina. And next we have Marilyn Smith. We have just a few more people who have asked to share. Marilyn, you need to unmute. And then I would like to end with a very funny email Hans sent me 13 years ago, a funny story, and a very short two minute video of when he was on my
29: television show. Here you go, Marilyn. Thank you, Chef AJ, so much. What a joy it's been to be with you all this morning. Hans and Lily are like family to us. We live in the greater Loma Linda area. And I just wanted to share with you, um, first of all, let me just say that it was my great pleasure and and, uh, privilege to have taken three years of piano from our dear Lily Deal. What a joy it was, we had so much fun. I was with the little kids, they all played better than I did, but we still had a great time, didn't we, Lily? Thank you, Lily, for, for everything that I learned and making it so much fun. You probably all remember and maybe even have in your library the little pamphlet, the little pamphlet book called U Turn that Hans Diehl wrote together with Eileen Luddington. And Daryl, I saw you uh, among the participants here, attendees. So, Daryl, my heart goes out to you too. Uh, I wanted to share with you that uh, in the greater Loma Linda area, in every Loma Linda facility, whether it's a university or the healthcare, that is one of many little books that about 150 volunteers stock in carousel uh, racks in these facilities and about 200,000 pieces of literature are taken in these Loma Linda facilities by people that visit from all over the United States and yes, even the world. These pieces of literature offer hope and help. And that little book called U-Turn is always one of the three top pieces of literature that are taken. And so I know that Dr. Deal is helping people far more than what any of us know. So thank you so much again, uh, Chef AJ and Charles for coordinating this and making this possible. God bless.
2: Thank you very, very much, Marilyn. And I believe Dr. Neil Nedley joined. Um, I I don't see him. So if if you are here, Doctor, ne- there you are, Doctor Neil Nedley. I'm so happy. That's the problem with all these doctors. They a lot of them had emergencies or had to work today. But thank you so much. I know you're on a long shift, so I really appreciate you being here to share your thoughts about Hans.
30: Oh well, thank you very much. And there's so much we could say about Hans, but one of the things I'd like to uh, center in on is um, his selfless. Um, really compassion and love for others, even in those in the uh, medical field that sometimes uh, may not have seen eye to eye, or those that might have been seen as even uh, competition. Uh, When uh, Hans put out his CHIP program, and there were a lot of CHIP programs being run around the country, um, he sometimes was asked about references and we had put out a book called Proof Positive that has over 2,000 scientific references in regards to heart disease and hypertension and a lot of diabetes, a lot of the things he would talk about. And uh, in a selfless way, he'd say, if you want to you know, get all those references, uh, get Dr. Nedley's book, uh, Proof Positive, we'll have them all, uh, which was very kind of him to do that. And then when we put out our mental health um, program, Depression and Anxiety Recovery Uh, He actually invited us to the CHIP summit, asked asked us to speak about that. And a lot of the CHIP leaders also ended up running depression and anxiety recovery programs in their community, um, which he was very happy that they were getting not only the physical health benefits, but the mental health benefits. And uh, very few individuals um, that had put out what he had done uh, would have been, um, uh, showing that, uh, selfless, uh, aspect, uh, Manny would have seen it as competition. I don't want them running any other programs. You know, this is what they're supposed to do as chip, but, uh, Hans did not see it that way. And anything that could elevate humanity and the health of others, um, mentally, physically, and spiritually, he was for, uh, even though, He, you know, some might have uh, viewed it as hurting his bottom line.
2: Thank you so much, Dr. Nedley. I know that you're working, so I really appreciate you sharing your thoughts. Thank you. Take care. And next we have Brenda Davis, and I'm so thankful and appreciative of having her here. And I know she really cared about Hans.
31: Oh, thank you so much, AJ. Can you hear me?
2: Yes, perfectly.
31: Uh I I just uh, have been listening on, on the live stream and thought I just I I have to say a few words as well. I'm just so grateful, uh AJ, for for the time you have put into hosting this incredible uh, celebration of life for Hans. He was such a huge-hearted lifestyle medicine trailblazer. And I just I'm I'm in awe of the number of lives he touched all over the world. Uh, And just uh, shortly before he passed, he was actually mentoring uh, lifestyle medicine physicians in Romania, helping them to put on their second lifestyle medicine conference. And they are really struggling to move forward without him. Uh, And they are not alone. Uh, There are people all over the world who looked to Hans as a mentor and relied on him for making lifestyle medicine a reality in whatever part of the world they were in. He, he just had such an immense reach. And on a sort of personal note, he was so instrumental in helping me to share my nutrition knowledge in so many countries and to work uh, you know, as a lifestyle medicine uh, teacher as well. And uh, he was always so encouraging, supportive, and he really inspired me to, street, to, to speak very strongly and confidently. And I just will always be so grateful for the many ways he touched um, my life and the lives of so many individuals. Um, and I, I will always be grateful for the knives He's so generously shared as well. They've been brought up before, but I have to say I hoarded them. I think I have about fifteen or twenty of them, and th- there's just nothing that compares. I use mine every single day. I probably use four or five a day, so they're very uh, important. And I, I, I cherish the time I I got to spend with Hans. The, you know, in his home hunts and Lily in their home in faraway countries on road trips. Uh, especially when Hans wasn't driving. And many of you will know what I'm talking about when I say that. <laughs> um, I will you know, miss him uh, tremendously, his beautiful smile, his infectious enthusiasm, uh, his uh, uh, wonderful sense of humor. I think Hans, as we all agree, was a really remarkable human being. I feel so honored to have called him my friend and Lily, um, my heart just aches for you. You were such a beautiful example of what a marriage could be. Uh, he, was, he was just a remarkable husband, father, grandfather. And um, I, I just hope that you and your family are tremendously blessed by all the loving tributes from people who adored you, who adored Hans, and he will never be forgotten. Thanks so much.
2: Thank you. That was so beautiful. And Pastor Don says so true, Brenda, what a powerful tribute and also to thank you for all you've done. And he also said that Dr. Nedley's comments about his selfless service and being the example was there. And Mary forgot to say that Hans got a chance to talk to our nursing students at Loma Linda University when she was the clinical instructor of health promotion. The healthy lifestyle is needed in nursing and medical school. She treasured her time with Hans during the later times where he's been doing more in-person seminars. So again, thank you so much, Brenda. It's so good to always see you. And next we have Tom, whose last name I've never been able to pronounce.
32: Um, Castorus. Thank you, AJ. What a great uh, memorial and tribute to Hans. Everybody um, used words to describe him. Kind, gentle, calming, caring, passionate, persistent, grateful, energetic, generous. He was uh, a very confident, eloquent speaker. He was a great mentor to all of us. And a funny storyteller, a couple quick stories. He would talk at Chip class about holidays, you know, it's okay to put a little bit of meat on your plate, but you put it on the end, on the edge. And if it falls off, it's okay. You know, it's okay. But he talked about, Chip, he talked about how do you spell Chip? And he always said H-O-P-E because it gives so many people hope. And all our stories today confirm that. He was, he was a great man. And, um, you know, the only thing, a couple of funny things about him, when facilitators would, we would hook them up to graduation, I would tell the facilitator, make sure you put him on at the end, because if you put him on at the beginning, he'll talk full time. <laughs> and you gotta limit him, and the only way you can do it is to put it on the last five minutes. Because he he was so passionate about chip, he, he couldn't stop talking about it. And um he was the last thing is he was very grateful. I had him come out to my cabin here. He and Lily came out and stayed for a couple days. And this was many, many years ago. And um every year he or Lily would would send me an email and thank me for our generous offer to have him come to our cabin, and he was just so grateful. Love the man, and his memory will live on forever. Thank you very
2: much. Thank you, Tom. And people are saying in the chat we have to mention how much Tom, uh, how much I, Hans loved mangoes, uh, that he was the mango man. And you know, when I heard he had a stroke, my first thought was, "Gosh, I hope it doesn't affect his speech," because this is a man. Who just loved to be such a great orator. So thank you so much. And I believe that Dr. Scott Stoll has joined us. Mm. I just need to uh find you, Dr. Stoll. Um, oh, Kathy Pollard, I know you wanted to say something too. I'm so sorry if I forgot you. But is Dr. Stoll here? Because I don't see him. There he is. And then Kathy, we will get to you. Here is um, I believe um you know, Hans very, very well. And uh I'm going to ask you to unmute and I know you're all the look at you in the Middle oh, East. Oh, my God, you look great. Yeah.
14: Dr. Stoll.
33: Uh, thank you, Chef AJ. Yes, we better uh, go. Be there. So
14: be there so they can leave so I can watch. The kids.
2: Somebody, somebody is not muted. There we go. Okay, there you go.
33: All right. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay, very good. Well, thank you, AJ and um, Lily and Deal family. It's um, I just want to just tell you uh, how much I really valued my relationship with Hans. As I was thinking uh, about just remembering Hans and the life that he lived and the times that we shared together, the one word that came to my mind first was love. Um, you know, I know that Jesus had said, you know, that to summarize the. Int- Law and Prophets was to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength and to love your neighbor as yourself. And Hans lived that out every minute that I knew him. You know, his passion for loving people came from that deep love that he had for people. His passion for life, the earth, the animals came because he loved God and valued the world and valued the resources in the same way that God saw the world and that God saw people. And it's just through the lens of love that Hans lived his life. And I was always inspired to be around Hans because wherever we went, when we were together, whether I was traveling with him to the uh, television station uh, in, in um, from St. Louis, uh, whether we were at a conference together, um, Hans was always an example of peaceful love. He filled the room with love his life was effervescent his speech was filled with grace his actions were always magnified by kindness and everybody that came in contact with hans was blessed they went away feeling blessed in some remarkable way and uh, i feel blessed that i had the privilege of knowing hans on this earth um, my life has changed because of the time i spent with hans he is He's truly a mentor, I think, for all of us. He was an example to all of us of a life well-lived, of a man who understood his purpose and the blueprint for his life, and he lived it to the maximum ability. He put his foot on the gas pedal, and he did not stop. um, And he went and served people and served God with all that he had. And so, you know, it's my sincere honored to have known him, Lily and the Deal family. And it's my sincere blessing to be able to join you all today. And um, I hope that I can live, as I'm sure all of us do, um, on this this Zoom call today. You know, I hope that I can live in a a way similar to Hans, ministering to people, serving the world with my life. Um, And that, you know, at the end of my life, uh, I will be remembered in the same way that Hans has been remembered today. And uh, I just, one last thing that comes to my mind, I just want to mention was the sweetness of the relationship between you, Lily, and Hans. It was a precious example of, of marriage and something that um, brought joy to my life too. So I just want to remember that. They so really, blessings and prayers.
2: They really were lovebirds. Thank you so much for sharing, Dr. Stoll. And I'm happy to organize one of these for you, but please, please take your time, you know, and I was so looking forward, we were all going to see Hans at your wonderful plantrition conference next week. So that's going to be a little bit sad, but it'll still be a wonderful time. Thank you, Dr. Stoll. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Kathy, you'll be our last uh, speaker until we get to the part that I'm going to share some of Hans's emails, the funny ones. But I do want to read a message. Um, It came to me as a direct message, and it is from Byron Deal, Hans's son who's watching live, as well as Lily. And if any Deals would like to come on, we would love to talk to you, but we understand if you don't want to. But he writes, each of you made such an impact on my dad's life, and he valued how you all shared the same health message. You all meant so much to my dad and to our family, and we love each of you as much as you love him. Thank you everyone for sharing so many beautiful thoughts and stories of my dad and your friendships with him. He was an amazing father and, and wife, and it makes our family feel so special to hear each of your stories. Well, Byron, I have a story for you that we're going to end with that. I don't think you've heard that. I think you'll laugh. So Kathy, we know you loved Hans too.
34: Yes, it's it's an honor to be among all of these illustrious speakers, everyone. and you've you, I have not a lot to say, so I'll be quick. Um, you've so well expressed your love for this amazing man, Dr. Deal, who I knew and who always was gracious when he met me, but we we were not, we, we didn't work closely together. I'm I'm honored to have been able to work within his circle of um, plant-based practitioners and um, lifestyle medicine. Um, staff people and um, all of you, all, with, with all of your work. Um, as many of you said, he, he was a researcher, a gifted orator. He was so giving. I just want to emphasize what people have said before. The CHIP program, as I, I said to our ACLM staff members, because we heard of his passing um, from Susan Benegas uh, just as we gathered together. For for our um, staff meeting. And um, I just wanted to emphasize what the CHIP program is all about, which you've heard about, and that is community. It, you know, Dr. Deal created this foundation of lifestyle medicine based on community. It wasn't just the people who he literally healed and helped reverse disease, but the community was part of that. He you know, got restaurants to change their menu so that his patients and the, their families and the whole community could could could, could eat better. He got um, not just the families, but the whole tribe together to better their health. And that's just a gift. That's a gift to society. I also just wanted to um, just share some memories as um just one one of the uh, so many so many of my influencers are um have spoken here today and he and um, you know, I just have memories of of him speaking, you know 20 years ago at the North American vegetarian conference vegan conference. and he playing piano. I think I remember him playing piano. Now, where did you learn that from? Dr. Lily? I think from you. But he was just such a fun and giving speaker um, that the the humanity of him is what I think we all remember the most. Anyway, that's all, that's all I have to say. Thank you for putting this together, AJ, and I hand it over to you. Well, it was my pleasure,
2: and thanks
34: thanks all of you
2: for taking the time to be here. I just want to end, like I said, with a funny story, a two-minute clip of Hans on my TV show. But also, I would like to read an email that Hans sent me. You know, we all know how wonderful he was in giving, but he also had a really wonderful sense of humor, not just when he spoke, but even in his emails. I remember that Hans had sent me a funny email a long time ago, and I think he probably would appreciate me reading it here now if he had a say in this. The email, interestingly, came to me on Wednesday, February 10th, 2010 at 634 a.m. And here is an email about the CHIP program. In the beginning, God created the heavens and earth, and he populated the earth with broccoli, cauliflower, and spinach, and with apples, pears, and mangoes, and with green and yellow and red vegetables, and with fruits of all kind, so that man and woman might live long and healthy lives with unclouded minds. Then, using God's great gift, God's adversary, Satan, created Ben and Jerry's ice cream and Krispy Kreme donuts. And he said, you want chocolate with that too? And man said, yes. And women said, as long as you're at it, add some sprinkles to it. And they gained 10 pounds and Satan smiled. And God created the grains and women learned to bake seven grade bread so that she might keep the figure that man's found so fair. And Satan invented white flour from the grain and sugar from the cane and combined them. And women went from size six to size 14. So God said, try my fresh garden salad. Then Satan presented blue cheese dressing, buttery croutons and garlic toast on the side. And following this repast, man and women unfastened their belts. God then said, I made for you fruits and vegetables and grains and legumes to enjoy to your heart's delight and keep your arteries wide open. And Satan brought forth deep fried fish and chicken fried steaks and spare ribs so big it required larger plates. And man and women gained more weight and their cholesterol went through their roof and the arteries began to clog. And God created a light fluffy cake and named it Maimana. And he said, it's good. So Satan created a chocolate cake and named it devil's food. God then brought forth running shoes that his children might lose those extra pounds. Then Satan provided cable TV with a remote control so that man would not have to get up anymore to change channels. And man and woman laughed and cried before the flickering blue light in high definition, and they gained more pounds in their rounds, thus blurring their once so pleasant position. Then God focused their attention on the potato, naturally low in fat and high in nutrition, and Satan peeled off the healthful skin and sliced the starchy center into chips and deep fried them. And man and woman gained more pounds. God then showed woman how to fill whole wheat pita bread with the delicacies he had provided to satisfy man's appetite. Then Satan created McDonald's and its 99 cent double cheeseburger. And he said, you want fries with that and a milkshake too? And man replied, yes, and supersized them. And Satan smiled, it's the best. And man went into cardiac arrest and God sighed. And then he created the CHIP program to highlight his whole food program to restore once more his image through man's lip. But Satan countered, no one will ever want to eat that. And instead he pushed for stents and surgery to repair the damage done so freely, and man went bankrupt. So I thought that was a wonderful uh, email I got from Hans. So let me figure out some of you are putting uh, little photos on, uh, which is nice. So let me just spotlight myself to make sure I can tell you this very, very funny story. And then we will end with a two minute clip. So when this happened, it was actually hilarious. Pastor John Jensen was there, the Esselstyns were there and Hans I've never seen him laugh so hard in my life, and he often asked me to retell this story. As I mentioned at the beginning, I produce conferences. I'll be doing my 22nd and probably final conference this September, and Hans was our first keynote speaker. As such, we often invited him back just as a very, okay, whoever's doing that, please do not share your screen, please. Okay, this is not good. Please, guys, you've got to stop doing that. Uh, who is doing that? And please stop. Uh, I've got to, I've got to stop you sharing. Okay. Um, so this was the third conference. So this would have been 2010, 11, 12, and our keynote keynote speaker was Dr. Esselstyn. And because Dr. Esselstyn and the deals, they're such good friends. We gave them of course, front row seating. This was at pastor Jensen's church in the South Bay. And, uh, we were old school. We didn't have anything formal. So we basically just typed up on pieces of paper, reserved for Dr. Esselstyn, for Ann Esselstyn, reserved for Dr. Deal, and reserved for Dr. Deal, because Lily is also a doctor. So there were two of these on the chair. Well, when Ann Esselstyn gave to, to, came to do her cooking demonstration, Lily asked if she could participate and she wanted people to, to sh- show people how to easily open a pomegranate. So Lily is sitting in the front row and she's wearing a very, you know, Lily's a, a, a diminutive and she's wearing a very lovely uh, skirt outfit that may be made of wool, but it had kind of a, a sticky Velcro like material. And so when Lily got up, To come to the stage. And remember, this is not only in front of 300 live people, but being live streamed everywhere. Somehow, and we don't know how this happened, but this sign that said, Reserve for Dr. Deal, got stuck right here on Lily. And she walked on stage and with this sign on her posterior that said, Reserve for Dr. Deal. And the audience went nuts. People just couldn't stop laughing in the audience in the live stream. Sorry if this embarrassed Lily, but it made everyone laugh so much. And there have been many times where Hans has actually asked me to recount that story. So the motto of the story is maybe don't wear wool, but thank you so much for letting me share that. And we're just going to end with a brief, it's only two minute video. Hans was on my television show called Healthy Living with Chef AJ eight years ago. I will put the entire episode on YouTube very soon for you to see it. But first, let me just share um, just a little click so that you can just see how his lovely personality and sense of humor always shines through. Uh, let me see if that's if I did that correctly. Um, Can you guys see that? If you could, Brenda, I can see you. Brett, can you? Okay, Tom says yes. So let me just play that from the beginning. I'm going to maximize it. And here we go. It's just two minutes and 50 seconds. Now, one of the recipes I've loved in your book, because they actually served it to us when I took the CHIP program, with, of which I'm a graduate, by the way, and I
31: still have my pedometer.
2: Oh, Very bag. good. I'm at almost 5,000 steps today. So while that will switch places with you, please feel free to stir. Even though you're a doctor, I'm sure you have
18: some <laughs> rudimentary cooking skills.
2: Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but CHIP stands for clearly Hans is perfect. <laughs>
0: oh, I, love I love you.
2: You're right on time. What, what did you found the CHIP program and what gave you the idea to do that? Well,
6: I was reading an article in the 1970s. I was in graduate school then about uh, a province in Finland, which was known as the Valley of beautiful widows. Behind that was the fact that many of their husbands had died at 35, 40, 40 years of age. This was the area in the world that had the highest rate of heart disease, corner risk number one. And then a young physician came into the area and said, we need to change the diet. He began to change the salt intake, the fat intake, the animal products. He said, we need to bring some fruits and vegetables in here. And you know, 25 years later, the disease rate, the death rate from heart disease had dropped by 73%. That's what inspired That's me. That's incredible. And then, of course, I had Nathan Pritikin. You used to work for him, right? I used to right? work there, yeah. What a
14: pioneer he was. Yes,
6: he was. It was a residential program. People would come there for four weeks. They would eat very simple foods, unprocessed foods, right. exercise. And we saw I was stunned. The diabetes came down. The blood pressure came down. The medications came down. And I said, I need to do this, but how do I do this for everybody? So it evolved into a program where I would then take it to the community and help people in communities. And now we have some 70,000 people
2: around the world that are doing this kind of program. That's absolutely inspiring and amazing. Well, Dr. Deal, it looks like our creamy millet pudding is done. Would you mind releasing the pressure? Thank you. Wow, you're an
14: excellent show. This is your recipe and my uh, representation
8: of it. We have good judgment. We
14: work very
34: well
8: together.
14: Thank you
16: so
14: much for me. Absolutely, thank
34: you for having me. I yes. really enjoyed it. Thank well, you, you. Yeah. thank you, Dr. Deal. So oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. Thank I'll you for on this. <laughs>
0: this is really legal. It absolutely is. It's it's chip approved. What do you think? Mm. You would love it, wouldn't they? I'm so glad you like it,
2: Dr. Deal. Let me you. just finish this one. <laughs> 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 thank you so much, Dr. Deal, for being a guest on Healthy Living. In addition to the 70,000 people that you've inspired to adopt a healthy lifestyle, you've also inspired me. And it's on your shoulders I stand that I become tall. So thank thank you. I think it's on his shoulders that we all stand. We love you so much, Dr. Deal. Our love goes out to the Deal family. And thank you all so much for being here. It was truly a
0: life well lived. Take care, everyone, and God bless. Bye-bye.